Yes, yes, people, we are back live. We are back live on the Sarcasm City TV YouTube for another Manchester United Liverpool show, Manham United podcast meets the analysis at Anfield podcast. So please keep all your comments or your questions, Manchester United or Liverpool related. Curtis Jones, where it was as part of the interview, says Arsenal copied the Liverpool celebration. So talking about the fist pumps from Arteta plus more. And we're back here already and it's not even summer. Longer than a Dragon Ball Z saga. On my life, longer than Freezer fighting Goku on Planet Namek. And like, we are back here with the young rumours. He's been linked, I believe, to Manchester United. Also been linked to Arsenal. Also been linked to Chelsea as well. So I'm sure you lot will have plenty of questions on that. Big up to everyone who's just joined over from the raid on the back again pod as well. Big up Troops. Big up Lewis Months. But make sure you run up the likes. Hit the like button on the video, people. Run up the likes. Make sure you share this across all the socials as well. And that's me, Flawless, at Sarcasm City TV on both socials. And make sure you subscribe to the channel, Sarcasm City TV. Roll to 10k so let's get us there people road to 10k and of course it's not just me representing manchester well i'm the only one here repping, representing manchester united well, i got my done in the building so very balanced if my team had the balance that this man possesses we'd be in a much better situation in the league my like g is in the building yes g what are you telling me you're on mute fam you're on mute Rookie yeah. mistakes, rookie mistakes. My apologies, man. <laughs> but yeah, no, I'm good, bro. I'm good, I'm good, I'm good. Um, first and foremost, let's get this right. That Freezer saga was the longest saga we have ever seen <laughs> in anime history because that shit was super long, super long. As in, it took time for Goku to get to Super Saiyan before we even saw any real action. Man had to watch Krillin die. Come back, like <laughs> then I took nah nah that, that shit was long. Bro, listen, it, it was all mad. But one of the best um see, uh, series I've, I've ever seen, of course, um seasons. But listen, man, good to be here. Nice evening vibes, guys. As he said already, please make sure you're smashing the like button and subscribe. The road to 10k is soon upon us. So let's go. Let's go, man. Facts, How are you? Facts. 100%. I'm blessed. And just speaking of like back to Dragon Ball Z and Planet, like that was the best. That was the best saga, Planet Namek. They're yeah. all fire. Yeah, yeah. But that one for me was, but people don't understand. It's like, yo, it's not like you can sit and, and watch that, like, and just binge watch it. That was half an hour episodes, people, after school. Bro, I'm saying bro. people forget. People don't know that. People, was half people act like they think this is like Netflix today, where I can sit here for like, <laughs> let's say, for example, we weren't streaming all weekend. Yeah. I can sit here and just binge watch. Whatever it is, I wanted to watch, bro. You can't do that now, bro. That was a was it, sorry, you couldn't do that back then. That was a, as Flawless said, half an hour after school. And bear in mind, Flawless is saying half an hour after school. You man are forgetting. You see now with TV <clears throat> when you watch on Netflix. Remember, there's no ads, so you're watching that whole through, bro. This was it had ads in the mid. It had a come uh, break in the middle. middle. I had to go to the toilet, come back real quick. Yeah, you man don't even know the struggle, man. Get out of it. Get out of here. That's it. You know what I'm saying? That's it. But big up to everyone that is tapped in and big up to everyone who was watching the back again pod. And Warrior J says, I only saw a few minutes of back again since I was busy, but damn, you got blue, blue cards. Yeah, it was hilarious. <laughs> Shout out to troops every single time. Big up Sheik says, yeah, Big up man. Eli says, Big up Flawless, you crook. Why am I a crook? I don't get it. Big up to Sheik every single time as well. And like I mentioned, that big up to Neil Gunner as well. But like I mentioned at the very start, this is Curtis Jones on the Arsenal celebration. If they want to be stealing our stuff, then it shows that we are on the right path and we've got these they've we've got them copying us so yeah what's your thoughts on curtis jones responding to can't even say the situation but just arsenal celebrating listen <clears throat> what i always say with these kind of things 
Don't let these things detract from what really happened. Man, Liverpool lost. We had our <laughs> ass handed to us in the game. We, we played shit. Arsenal literally bopped us mm. off the park, give or mm. take, for the 90 minutes. So, <laughs> don't let this stuff kind of stuff detract you from what really happened, you know what I mean, in the game. All this stuff is just sideshow stuff. I get it. We're, we're upset that we lost. We I always feel like, you see with the celebration stuff here, yeah? mm -hmm. I always feel like people always act like you can police certain things like you you you're like you bro there's no one in charge there's no authority that's in charge of yeah well you can only celebrate like no bro i understood at the end of the day mm -hmm. arsenal beat liverpool do you get what i'm trying to say like that and that's going to be whoever it is if liverpool beat manchester city i'm not saying klopp's going to be running around or doing her madness but in the grand scheme of things in the context of things you got to understand for them it would be a big thing this is a young team that we're talking mm -hmm. about you know what i mean with the sackers the martinelli's the Erdegaards ish um, and all these kind of Declan Rice's, like these guys are like young bulls doing their thing and they've just got a big wing against their title rivals and now they're closer in that title race. It's a it's a big thing, man. So if the manager wants to, this might be his way of galvanising the fans and the players mm -hmm. together to then go forward kind of thing. Like we're all together. That, that might be his way because, listen, I'm a Liverpool fan, but these times when man was celebrating that flipping 2-2 draw against West Brom, yeah, out of here, man. My man, man nobody was complaining. Everyone was like, Yeah, man, no we're together. Yeah, no one was complaining, bro. So now I see, you know, Liverpool, and I've listen, I've seen the discourse online. Liverpool fans, you know, ah, oh, getting all irate. And I'm like, bro, chill out, man. Like, you just take the L. Take the L, take the celebrations that come with the L, and we move. Simple as whatever you think, whatever your thoughts and feelings on that is, blame the team. Because if the team had just done their job. We wouldn't be having this conversation of oh, but these lot they celebrated. To guess what? You didn't celebrate. You didn't get to celebrate because you played shit in the game. So now we are here in this situation, and that that's the, it's just, it's just those kind of that, that's what annoys me about defeats. Sometimes I'm like, just take the L. Yeah, like it, it shows you the big. Just, it shows you a bigger. But just take the L, man. Like you don't. I don't care. Like Curtis Jones, he's a young bull himself. Do you get what I'm trying to say? So I can understand for him, it might be a little bit like. I guess annoying, so to speak, you know what I mean? To see people run about his age celebrating and the way that they did. Whether you think it's over exuberant or not, I feel like that's all irrelevant, bro. At the end of the day, you're lost. Take the L, come make sure on Saturday tomorrow, you guys are on the other end of things. So you guys can now celebrate the way that you want to celebrate. And then make sure that at the end of the season, you are the one celebrating. That's all you need to worry about, man. It's, it's just one of those things. That's why I've, I've not really liked the fact that the Liverpool players, not not Liverpool players, like fans more so, and then Curtis Jones coming out. I'm like, bro, you don't speak for me. Do you get what I'm trying to say? Like, man, just yeah, got to take yeah, that L and move on. You, yeah. You, you get what I'm trying to say? So, And that's what, that was my thoughts on it, when people was like, oh, like, the, how they celebrated. They won. They could celebrate yeah. however they want. So if they want to, yeah. if they want to imitate, if Arteta wants to imitate club celebration, cool, if older guard with the camera, Wants to take a picture of the photographer because he's been there for so long. Like I stated, yeah. if he wanted, if Odegaard wanted to stay there and take a selfie with every Arsenal fan who was inside the Emirates, guess what? He can do that because they won yeah. the game. Simple as that. If 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 you're mad at that as a Liverpool fan, guess what? Be mad at Liverpool. You know what I'm yeah. saying, be mad at Klopp. Yeah. Be mad at the players because if Liverpool won, Arsenal cannot do that. And I exactly. say that as a Manchester United fan. If anybody celebrates on our ground, guess what? That means they beat us. So exactly. therefore, I'm looking at my team and the manager. What did you do? 
because they're yeah. doing that because of you, because of your shortcomings and legit. That's what it is. And we was going to get to that because me and you haven't spoke. So I was going to get to this. Sorry. Mm. Warrior Jason's thoughts on Arsenal 3, Liverpool 1. Was it the worst performance you saw this season? Because me and you have not actually spoke since that game. Mm. Uh, in terms of entirety, yes. But I've seen mm. us, our worst half of the season was against Wolves. That's the worst I've seen Liverpool. That, that was like last year. Basically, like last season, that was disgusting. Like, I didn't know what was going on. But in terms of entirety of a match, yeah. Like, <laughs> Flawless will tell you, because I've been here and I've told him and he knows my feelings on certain things, right? I've told you about Liverpool and... And listen, this isn't an overreaction. It's just one game, so it's not yeah. that big of a deal. But I've told you about Liverpool performing poorly in games and still getting the three points. Of course, that's the only thing that matters. No problem. I've got no beef with that. But I always kept saying to myself, at some point, you're going to need, not need, because nobody needs, you don't want that to happen, but you're almost going to be in a situation where at some point you're going to probably get humbled if you carry on trying to just put in performances and then thinking that you can just get a win just because you've got quality players kind of thing. Yeah. That's exactly what happened on, on, on the Sunday, which is just was was not good enough in any aspects of the game. Like it, it like, like I said, they bopped us off. There was maybe a, a ten minute spell after halftime where I would say Liverpool were okay. And when I say okay, they were just better than the first half. They they weren't anything special. But outside of that, like I said, Arsenal bopped us off the park. But ultimately, we're still top of the league. We're still ahead of Arsenal at this current moment in time. So that's the only solace that I can take from that game is that. That victory didn't do much for them in the grand scheme of things, but we're, you know, what I mean, we still lost. We still have to take that L, second defeat of the season against another North London side, you know. So we've just got to put it right against Burnley, which I think we will, um, and then just continue, just continue on. That's literally it, man. But yeah, it was definitely the worst in terms of entirety that I've seen this season. Still, that's fair enough. Hey, that's fair enough. And you lot continue again to get your questions in. Just please keep the Manchester United or Liverpool related. <clears throat> and this joke, man, Ryan, who says, "Give me 15, 20 minutes." The reason why I'm putting nah. this comment, I have no issue with man being late, man, 15, 20 minutes. It's the fact that I think it was two days ago in the group chat. This guy was like, "Yo, stupid. When's the when's the next pod?" You know what I'm saying? Rudeness. Look, Ryan, look, look, the pod's, the pod's here, but he's not here. But Ryan will be here in 15 to 20 minutes as you look. I just wanted to point that out. Because this is now, the, oh yeah, for those that don't know, this is now the new time of the show. 10.30 p.m. UK time on Fridays, you'll get the United-Liverpool show. Because on Tuesdays, I'll now do the United City show with Vader. So shout out to Vader every single time, people. Yeah, always adding always adding shows, adding quality people. Always, like someone said yeah. in the chat, hella, here we go on Sarcasm City TV as well. Uh, let's yeah, see. To Andy says last week reminded me of last season where teams just opened us up with ease. So do you look at it? You mentioned it there already about it just being a one-off. Do you look at it like it's a one-off? We'll bounce back. We'll beat Burnley and then we'll go on the run because you do have favourable fixtures in the next. Week. I think that's what it. I think that's where we can take the solace. I said that's we can take the solace from that is because. Mm -hmm. We've got those favourable fixtures. I say favourable, but Brentford away is not easy. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah, like, that's, that's, that's our next game after that. So that that could be one of those games where you're like, boy, if you're not on it, yeah, you see Tony and them, man. Yeah, they might they might have something for you in West London. So you've got to be careful. But yeah, Burnley up next, I think that's one of those games where you're like, all right, this is the perfect game for you to just get back to playing good performance. Mm -hmm. Certain players, obviously, we've got a few players missing. Obviously, um, Kanate's uh, suspended for the game, excuse me. So this is the kind of game where 
you might not be at full strength, but you'll still be able to get through this game and there not be too many problems kind of thing. And then just get that three points so that all the talk of last week, it just gets not erased because it'll still be there, but it's not in recent memory at the very least. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And we're still on our path, which is as long as Liverpool win all their remaining games, we're guaranteed to win the Premier League is, is really the best way to put it. But of course, we know if Man City win their game in hand, they will go top of the Premier League. So just gotta take it whilst you can, boy. Yeah, you know I mean, it's only the only per- the only people who can be who can the only thing you can blame is Liverpool themselves for not getting that victory against Arsenal. If that's then going to be one of the reasons the reason why we why. don't win the league, then it is what it is, bro. It's what it is. Hey, big up my guy Lex in the chat as well. Says yo, flawless. Big up to you, Lex. I need to shout you actually, Lex. But big up. I message you after this. Let's see what else. If we did, I miss any more questions as well. And that being said, no, I haven't. But just wanted to get something as well because we kind of mentioned it with Curtis Jones. But what was your reaction to Carragher's response <coughs> to the Arsenal celebrations? Because he seemed very wound up about it. That's what. That's what. This is what I'm saying. Is that it's you? You're trying. He even mentioned um, speaking about like. Well, someone mentioned him oh. talking about when Jurgen Klopp ran onto the pitch against Everton. Um, uh, when we beat them like a few, I think the eighteen nineteen season, Origi scored that last minute goal, and he ran onto the pitch and stuff like that. Oh. Brother, like man, talk about a, a manager running onto a pitch. <laughs> that was a ninetieth minute whatever winner, but you, the fact that that was so unprofessional in itself, it's not like that was a title deciding moment or that was the last kick of football for the season. Like we still had bare games after that. You ran onto the pitch, like again, nobody said, "Oh my days, that was over the top," and it was. And this is what I'm saying is, if you're gonna Go that route of trying to police people in what they're trying to say and do, and you're gonna have to stay consistent. So when it comes to these kind of things, you can't, as a Liverpool slash Everton fan, wherever he is, you can't then turn around and then be like, "Oh no, I think that was a bit over the top because you know we've still got this." But the same thing, and and to be honest, Liverpool versus Everton, let's be real, Everton are like kind of like our whipping boys anyway. So that was that was, if anything, it was just more to the fact that we played shit that game. Like in that game the, itself yeah, yeah, and yeah. just managed to get the victory. This isn't Arsenal bopped us off the park. Like they played good the whole game. So you you know, for them to celebrate in the way that they did, it's just because they are so happy with getting a victory like that. So yeah, man, you do, you just gotta remain consistent with, with these kind of things. You can't something like this, you have to remain consistent. This ain't one of those flip-flop ones where with time you can change your mind. Now nah, this is bro. You you said it was calm before, so you got to continue saying it's calm when someone else who isn't your manager, you know, or isn't the manager of the team that you support, does the exact same thing. And again, that's why I say with the fans and including the pundits, even Gary Neville, anybody who's who's spoken on it, that's why I'm just like, bro, let all that die, man. Like I'm not trying to hear that. I, I like sometimes just take the L and move, bro. You don't need to go on and on. Liverpool fans are bringing out, oh, yeah, this is our song, and that's our, like, oh, they're, they're caught. I'm like, are you not serious? Like, like the thing is, you know the maddest thing about these kind of conversations and these type of debates? If we really wanted to go into these kind of conversations, it would start getting embarrassing for everybody. And I mean every, every fan base, because there, there was an originator of something so when oh, it comes yeah, to chants and songs, like, like music, like music, you do music, so you will know straight off the yes. bat. You know, as well as anybody, beats and all of these kind of things, they all originate from something. Absolutely. You know, they're, like, they're, they're always, as we hear it with, say, 
some artists today they'll sample a, a, a beat or a, a hook or whatever from a song that was out in 1972 but because you may it's have just never heard thing. it yourself yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah some old school thing maybe you just never heard it before but then you'll hear it and then they might talk about it later on or someone might mention it like, oh he took that sample from michael jackson or he took that what? sample from whoever kind of thing but you just didn't know because they've revamped it now and, they, and that's exactly what every football club does that's all they do do you get what i'm trying to say so yeah, man. Like I said, take the L. We move. Beat Burnley this weekend. We're back on track, and then everyone can just be happy, and we'll put that Arsenal defeat just where it was, which was it was a really bad day at the office, and that's just yeah, what it is. Like, like you said, it's the original. It's the originated. Like when you really go back, everyone is gonna look stupid because music's a prime example yeah. of that, and that's not just in the instrumental. That's in bars and how people rap bars. right now. People, that's... if I tell if I tell you who I, my idols are and who I'm influenced by, and you hear me rap. You'll be able to hear their influence. Like obviously, you yeah, just don't yeah. take what you just don't take a flow, or you just don't take a rhyming pattern or a cadence from somebody. But you will be influenced, and then you'll put your. That's what I do. I put my own spin on it. Like people who yeah. I listen to, I'm big fans of. I'll be like, oh, I see what he did there. All right, let me do that, and then put my own spin on it. And the thing is, Trust. even the greats have done that. They've spoken yeah. on that, like in depth, where they'll be like, oh, I'm such a fan of such and such. <coughs> you hear it, you go. I can see the influence, and it's the same with it's the same with football as well. You know what I'm saying? Now that I don't, Hassan man said, Eminem, <laughs> that's not the M, the M influence is there though. If you hear me, yeah, rhyme, yeah, you don't yeah, know yeah, why? Yeah. Obviously, do it nowhere near to the level of M because when it comes to actual rhyming words and breaking stuff down, like it's crazy. Because I've listened to Eminem, I was listening to him as a kid, and now I listen to him as an adult. I'm like, geez, like the way he be like. He mastered that in 2001. A style people yeah. are still trying to master now in 2020. Yeah, yeah. Like man. when I still listen to Criminal and I listen to that last verse, I'm like, that is you genius. Got, just, yeah, just to go off the topic of, of football for a second. Yeah, yeah, we can talk music. Um, it's all good. It, it come like um, and and to be honest, I learned this more from my boys because they listen to Bone Fugs and Harmony. Okay. If you listen to the if you listen to the Migos, that's the same thing. Yeah. They they're literally the exact same. When you actually go back through the Migos' catalog, you'll actually hear it's like almost identical. I think they even had, um, they've even had like a back and forth before um, the Migos really? and, um, yeah, yeah, and Bone Fugs and Harmony. I didn't Harmony. know that. Yeah, it's a, and this is it. You wouldn't know because mm. in your mind, one, even if you've heard, say, Bone Fugs and Harmony and Migos, if you've just heard them separately, you wouldn't really put the two and two together, but they would have gotten their flow the the way that they rhyme all of that from bone fugs and harmony all that harmonizing stuff they got from bone fugs and harmony and then again of course they're putting their own spin to it they're doing their own kind of thing because why because again that's there, there's an originator of something and at the end of the day when you're listening to music and then you then decide to do to then do music or whatever if you're playing football for prime example you're going to take i don't know let's say prime example i i love Lionel messi as an as an yeah. example right I love Lionel Messi. So when I'm playing football, of course, I am not even a quarter or a third <laughs> of what this guy is about. Of course not. Otherwise, right. I don't be sitting here with flawless right now, chatting, chatting about, um, chatting about Messi. You know what I'm saying? I'll be out here. What, you know what I mean, you might be watching me. But when I play the game of football, there will be similarities that I will try, or there'll be things I'll be trying to emulate from him. Whether it's the little things like the way he touches the ball, the way he dribbles, the way I stand when I'm running with the ball, whatever it may be, all of these things you'll try and take and then I'm putting my own spin on it. And of course, trying to see, you know, the end result for that. So 
that's the same thing with this whole chanting thing and when you know uh, Jamie Carragher's talking about it and stuff like I'm like bro but we could really get into this and trust me it will actually start getting really embarrassing hence why I always tell people keep quiet and listen more listen more before you start speaking mm. because once you start speaking you then sound really really silly because you've not got no no basis of whatever that is that you're trying this isn't a thing where like uh oh, Ronaldo Ronaldo made that celebration up where he obviously jumps up in the air and then he does his oh, thing, suit. right? Yeah, 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 the suit. Everyone now copies the well, people have now copied the suit. The so, suit, guess yeah. what? The originator was from Ronaldo. Now, everybody else is just now copying him. But these times, if you didn't know that Ronaldo was the one doing it and you just in your mind you is think, that, Oh, yeah, I'm just is, wanted, I wanted to do that. The crazy part is, it's going to become a point when five years from now. Someone's going to sue and people are not going to know that was original. Exactly. People exactly. legit are not going to know. They're not. Exactly. And that's not a shot at the younger generation because you yeah. just won't know until me or G or somebody else older goes, oh, Ronaldo did that first. Kind of yeah. like the sticking with music and kind of going to wrestling. John Cena with the You Can't See Me. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. yeah that's yeah. for those that don't know. I'm G-Unit, my favorite click of all time. That's from Tony mm. Yale. But most mm. people, obviously... John Cena was, you know what I'm saying, like one of the biggest, well, biggest wrestling stars and one of the most well-known people. If most people see You Can't See Me, they think John Cena. I see it and think Tony Yale. However, John Cena said it himself. He came out and paid homage and said it was from Yale. It was a G-Unit thing type of thing. See, like, That's where it starts see? from. And, and, and it's, like I said, yeah. these kind of, these kind of debates right. and stuff like that. This is the yeah, big man team. Youngsters, big man you know team saying, five years. If Ganacho keeps doing the suit, youngsters are gonna be like, Oh, that's the Ganacho. What? Because and, and remember, you gotta think that's like the... prime example, you gotta think my son's four years old, right? Yeah. So let's say he's only just starting to watch like football and like mm. really just kind of get it, right? So he don't know Ronaldo, he don't know who the hell Ronaldo is. Of course, he don't know. I, I was watching Ronaldo when he was young, yeah. <laughs> so he don't know who Ronaldo is. So by the time, say, my son is 10 in six years' time, right? As you said, by that time, and Garnacho will be, I don't know how old he is now, so whatever he'll be in, in six years' yeah, time. Mid-20s, right? Yeah, mid-20s. Yeah, like mid-20s. Mid-20s. Yeah, yeah. And he's still doing that suit. As mm-hmm. Sam said, he'll look at him and be like, oh, this celebration is cold. You know, God, what, the Garnacho celebration? And But these times, Garnacho might even change the name of it just, just yeah, because, like, he's it. now the one doing it. Now he's changing it. My son will always be under the impression I'm doing the Garnacho, whatever he wants to call it. Do you get what I'm trying to say? Not knowing, brother, the Garnacho, bro, Ronaldo been doing this since since you was born. This is before you was born, bro. You don't even know. You don't even know. Right, and it's just it. it's just those kind of little things, man. It's just those little things. Nah, it's definitely like that. Yeah, big, big up, up Lipshade. Big up Lipshade. He's the one. Yeah, they stole Bonefug's flow for sure. I told you. They've been and doing see, it. And then that's where it stems, it stems in, like, to me, if you're influenced by someone, pay homage. I say yeah, this all yes, the time. But that's what Migos didn't do, though. That's what they. That's why they got into back and forth Yay. because they didn't want to pay homage. So when homage. I can't remember, I can't remember who it was from Bone Thugs was. Did someone say something? Did someone say something about it? When a, someone from yeah. Bone Thugs said something about yeah, it? They yeah, they they tried to say like, right, like I'm not asking for you to. I don't want to check from this. I'm just saying, just when people are asking you about music and stuff like, that and where you yeah. take your inspiration from, just pay the homage because we can pay all homage. hear it. Just pay homage, yeah. but you don't want to do that. And then now it sounds like you're being salty. Because you're trying to remember, you're the old, you're the old guy. So yeah, it sounds yeah, like you're yeah, hanging yeah, on the yeah, new generation. Yeah, and it's like, nah, it's yeah, not that. Yeah. It's not that. Yeah. At all. And that's that's where I'm at with it is all I say is pay homage. You know what I'm saying? Because even in this content creator space, you lot will hear me say <coughs> and pay homage to certain people. Oh, yeah. I say all the time for those that don't know. You know what I'm saying? Mr. Aaron United, shout out to Aaron every single time. Shout he put Aaron, me on. Yeah, yeah. That's my guy. I state yeah. this all the time. That's why 
no one can't tell me nothing bad about him. He was the one who gave me a shot first and foremost mm. and brought me into this space. Now, there's been other people who have helped tremendously. Lewis is another one. He's the first non-Manchester United Lewis. content creator to say bless. So that's why Lewis is like always nothing but love for him. And then there's others who have helped me out, of course, at troops, at rants, etc., etc. The list goes on. But yeah, man, pay homage. That's why I never say to people who I brought in here and helped out, oh, you must say such and so. Just say, yeah, Florida's helped me out, man. Salute to him. Yeah. Real. That's Literally. It. Let that, that's that's it. Always, like, no money, no nothing. It, Whatever success and, you have. And that's Don't all it is. From, that's all it is from people. But flawless, man, we already know, man. We, we know how some people no, stay. We know how yeah, some yeah, people yeah. act and behave. So... It's, it's honestly, it's it's just one of those things. I wanted to ask you a question though, but yeah, yeah, we'll cool. get into the questions. And it was just about Manchester United. But now, if you got a question about United, I'm starting all the best questions, people. But to make okay. sure we get to your question, obviously, super chat, and we'll get to it. But yeah, go on, G. Ask me the question. It's all good. No, no, I was going to ask you. Obviously, you guys, uh, who's he beat? did he beat West Ham? Was it? Yeah, beat West Ham three 0 Yeah, beat West Ham. Beat West Ham three 0 Obviously, I think we spoke after the Mano goal against Wolves, after the Wolves game, the yeah, late, yeah. Wolves game. so and obviously we were talking remember <laughs> it's funny because we were talking like you well, you were saying about it will be so Manchester United to then go into that West Ham game lose or something like that and blah blah <laughs> oh, blah yeah. obviously now that you've you've that game's been and done and you won 3-0 quite comprehensive how are you looking it's only two games I know it's difficult and mm. I'm, I'm not asking for God's answer but just with how you played that game. Firstly, how did you think you played that game? But secondly, do you hope that you you can maybe take something from those last two games and then that could be a building block? Is there anything that's helped or changed in style of play, players or whatever, to in those last couple of games where you can say, all right, because we've got such and such here or doing this role, we can keep it moving for the future? Yeah, it's it was a good game. So in regards to the West Ham game, Good performance. Easily one of our better performances of the season. Very few games I've watched Manchester United this season. I've watched us. I've watched every single game we played in every single competition. I felt an element of control. I felt an element of calmness. I felt an element of we've got this. And that's testament to how we played. West Ham were poor, but we took full advantage of that. And that's what I've been saying all season long. If teams don't play well against us, take advantage of that and take advantage of them not being at their best. And for West Ham, we did that, scored three goals, all well and good. In regards to the change in the form, he's gone back to last season um, with the double pivot. I've been screaming about, I said it all season long, play a double pivot. And now you've got Mano and Casemiro, two players of quality there. You see a massive, all of a sudden now we look much more defensively solid. All of a, all of a sudden, no, now there's not, the talking point. And don't get mistaken, Onana can make a mistake at any point because he's not good enough. But it's a team game, cover up deficiencies. We know our goalkeeper's not good. Our defenders individually are not that good. And we're, no, we're now no longer good as a unit. But all of a sudden you play a double pivot and look at, lo and behold, we're tougher to break down. And that's a mirror or main It's not like they've been nine, 10 out of 10. They've just been, they've played, don't get mistaken, they've played well. They've been 6, 7, 8 out of 10 in different games. And ironically, we did it away at Liverpool, home to Villa, away at Arsenal. Yes, we won one of those games, drew one, lost one. But forget results, performances. Everyone, when we came to your place for United, myself included, pick a number. Any number four and above pick a number, United are going to lose that game. He had to play a double pivot because they were the only midfielders available. All of a sudden, we look better defensively. Villa, even though we were 2-0 down, can't remember who played in the pivot. It was Mano and someone else. Might have been Amrabat, maybe Casemiro. I'm on the watch along going, we've actually done all right here and we'll turn this around at 2-0 down. 
and we don't score goals. Obviously, we ended up winning the game. Arsenal, which we which we lost, we conceded two goals in stoppage time. Like Mano yes, and yeah, it was a main Mano. There we go, Mano and Ericsson. So two players again at, that are competent. Same way with Mano and Amrabat away at Anfield. Two players that are competent. Same way Casemiro and Ericsson, which worked so much last year at Ars uh, when we played Arsenal, but it worked last year. Competent, and we conceded two last-minute goals. Yeah, Arsenal deserved the win. Not saying that. I'm talking from a defensive and structure standpoint. So we can build up. Um, so we did well. Hopefully, he continues with that. Now, in regards to, yes, we have something to build on, but people have said if we turn the corner, these next four to five games will tell me because we play yeah. Aston Villa away, we play Luton away, yeah. we play Fulham at home, Forest away in the FA Cup, then Manchester City away. So four out of and our next five games are away from home. Yeah, go on, G, go on. No, I was going to say, yeah, if you don't mind just beating, beating cool. Villa, like, you know, <laughs> if, that's, if, that's, if that's all right, you know, like, like I'm not worried about Villa, but, you know, you, you don't want to give people, like, any any reason to be excited, you know, fans start getting, you know, all happy in that, and then now all of a sudden trying to go to Villa Park is all mythical and that, like, nah, 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 I need you guys to go there, humble them, Mayno, you know, say my gun name, brother, you know what I mean? Like, just <laughs> patting up something for me, bro, patting up something. Speaking of hey. that, just quickly, yeah, speaking of a bigger yeah, yeah, Ryan, bigger Ryan um, in the cut as well. Uh, speaking on that, I see bare people talking about, there's two things. One, I see bare people say, why isn't um, Mayno and by the way, I love that. I love the surname Mayno. I don't know. It just reminds me of the rapper. But um, yeah, it reminds me of the rapper. Uncle well, Murder, one of my yeah, favorite rappers. So yeah, yeah, literally. Yeah, I'm a big Uncle Murder fan. Go um, one people keep saying why isn't Mayno obviously put up for the Premier League Player of the Month? Where mm. I, I I don't know if you agree that he should have been put up for Player of the Month. But set and secondly, I see people talking about obviously we know England Euros is coming up. Um. Uh, this summer and you know with mm. the England squad midfielders and stuff like that we already know England have got maybe Declan Rice Drew Bellingham if you count Trent and put Trent in there as well yeah. I think that's about it in terms of good midfielders outside of that the rest are Calvin Phillips and Jordan Henderson yeah, the Henderson Red and them guys and big up Saint every single time man large up Saint, up Saint man. Um, all these dead midfielders basically after that do you think if Mayno was to perform between now and the end of the season, would there be an outside chance that he could potentially make it as one of those surprise call-ups? He should, but we know who's in charge. He should. Me, you, Ryan, the rest of the chat can clearly see. Even if you don't have him starting, and we'll get to that in a second, Maynard should be in that squad. Because England, mm. that's the that's one of the areas that they are weakest in when it comes to sixes and eights. And in particular, mm. people who can do defensive work. Yes, you've got Bellingham. Yes, you've got Rice. Yes, you've got Madison. Yes, you've got Foden. Man. Yes, you've got Grealish. The list goes on in regards to people who can play at eight slash ten and go forward. And all the players I just named there, very, very good players. Do not get him mistaken. But alongside a, a Rice, for example, you look at, mm. you mentioned Henderson, not good enough. Calvin Phillips, yeah. not good enough. James Ward-Prowse, I think, should be in the squad, but shouldn't be starting. Mm. To me, Mano and Rice makes the most sense. You look at mm. it from a ball. The only thing you can say it lacks on Mano's part is experience. But then again, Rice's experience. Rice has played easily. Mm. What is it? Probably a couple hundred Premier League games. He's been in the Premier League, what, four or five years now? He's been in the Premier League like five decades. Is it like, not five decades. Sorry, five years or something like that. I'm going to double check. Yeah. But Rice has been around a long enough time and then you've got Mano. And then you've got experience all around Mano. Let's say it's a Stones. You know what I'm saying? Let's say it's a Stones. Let's say it's a Trent. Let's say it's a Luke Shaw. Experience all around him. Like, mm. what, what are we talking about? So to me, Mano and Rice with Bellingham or with Madison 
makes the most sense. Will Southgate play that? No, I could. I would not be surprised to see Calvin Phillips, Jordan Henderson. This guy's still flying out to watch Jordan Henderson. Yeah, how long has Declan Rice been in the league? This is eighth season in the Premier League. Oh, so I was well off. So he's been eight. eight he's more than almost experienced enough to help yeah. out. Almost a decade <clears throat> to help out Mayno. And then, like I said, you put a Stones, a Kyle Walker, Trippier, a Trent, whoever. They've all been in the Premier League for long enough. Then you've got Harry Kane, you've got Sterling, you've got Madison. The list goes The list goes on with experience around him. So, yeah, in regards to Mayno, to me, I'm probably being a little bit biased. But, yeah, you should start. Yeah, to worry, Jay, asking about Curtis Jones. Well, I've seen him play. He's played well for Liverpool. Should yeah, definitely yeah. be in the shout for squad. I've been impre- yeah, yeah. I can go as far as to say I've been impressed with him, Curtis Jones. Yeah. I've actually been I've, when I've watched him. But no, no, I agree. I agree. It's, it's on. It's on. Um, it's on Southgate, and we all know Southgate's going to mess it up because England got the best team at the Euros. They got the best squad. They got the best team. You don't. You've got. Uh, I think that the, the, the only team that's. I won't even say close to them, but it's close to them in terms of the individual quality is France. Because to me, with yeah, Mbappe, yeah, you got yeah, the best. Yeah. With, with Mbappe, you have the X factor. You got the best yeah. player in the tournament, and if he turns yeah, up yeah, on yeah. ten. France win that tournament. However, I yeah. think overall, when I look at 11s and I look at the squads, I go, England. I'm saying, you're going to say in Portugal stacked. I don't think as stacked as, as England. I think Portugal a good 11. But outside of the... I don't think it's stacked. I wouldn't yeah, go as far to say Portugal like... stacked. I wouldn't say mm. Portugal stacked. Like, I put it this way, if I was an England fan, which I'm not, just to clarify people, I wouldn't yeah. swap. I wouldn't swap. England, I wouldn't swap England's team for Portugal. I wouldn't say give me that. Looking at England's team, yeah, all no, that no. attacking, all yeah, that attacking yeah. talent, all that, atta- yeah. all that attacking prowess that you have in there. That, when you that, think that about tells it, you, that tells Come you on, everything man. you need to know about England. That, that tells you everything you need to know about England's history is that. And listen, I don't want to sound rude. I know a lot of people support England. I don't really care about England like that. But England have been bums for years, bro. Like, there's no way that you've had all of these sick teams. We're talking the golden generation, the Gerrards, Lampard, Scholes, Rio Ferdinand, John Terry, you know, David Seaman in goal, old school, David Beck, like Alan Shearer, Michael Lowen, Rain Rooney. Like, bro, the list goes on. <laughs> you know on what the so crazy mad. part is about that, though, G? Sorry to cut you off. When they were yeah, calling no, no. them the golden generation and they were exceptional, Scholes, Gerrard, mm. Lampard, Owen, Rooney, Ashley Cole, Rio, Camp, Cold. But like Paul Scholes said to Gary Neville on the overlap, you see Brazil's team. If we were the golden generation, what were they? Platinum. They got yeah, Ronaldinho, yeah, yeah, yeah. Ronaldo and Kaka yeah. over there. They are three of the best players we've ever seen on, pl- on the planet. What are we yeah, talking yeah. about? Yeah, yeah. It's actually, like, <laughs> it's actually bad when it. I come to think about it. Yeah, when yeah. you think it's about the team bad. that Brazil, like that England, if you put that golden generation now, cool. But like then it's like, yeah, they could have been equipped better and played, had better man- had a better manager <clears> and better performances. But look at some of them front sides that won. You know what I'm saying? Look, got you, Vieira, Zidane, Petit, Henri, and you know, you're not so mad. It's, it, it, we're talking about France and obviously, you know, Brazil. Yeah, those, those are like, mm. I'm even talking about like other teams who are out, like Italy had a good team back in the yes. days. Like these, some of these teams had such, you know, you're right, actually. Yeah, yeah. if England had a golden generation, these men must have had double platinums in certain cases. Yeah, because, yeah, double platinum, a diamond. Yeah, triple diamond. And that's not a shot, England, but yo. Ronaldo, Ronaldinho, and Kaka is a cheat code. And this yeah, is those three alone. 
That is just the cheat code. Hey, but over 100 people here. Don't know how many likes were on, but it's not enough. Run up the likes, people. Like, check, one, two, one, two. Make sure you hit the subscribe button as well. Make sure you subscribe to G's channel, people. The link is in the title. So you click the link. It opens up a new tab, people, as well. I believe it's on the feature channel page. I believe it's underneath in the description as well. If it's not, I'm going to add that. And that'll be on every live stream, not just the one G's are on just in general. But like I said, link is in the title, people, as well. I think Ryan is here. Yo, Ryan, you there? I think he's it. Yeah, man, yeah. There we go. You know what I'm saying? What are you saying, fam? You good? Yeah, I'm good. How are you? Oh, bless. Oh, bless. We're going to get to some of the comments as well, people. Big up to Sam Trolling. Says clickbait title. Like the video. Even though okay, Kate Jones actually said this verbatim. We don't do clickbait over it. I leave that to you, Mr. This is Football <laughs> as well. Hey, and to Lex, who says, I've been watching a couple of shows with Mo. Can't believe how fraudulent he is. I'm thinking here you're talking about Judge Mo. Shout out to Judge Mo, because that's my guy. Sure. Mo's very intelligent. He knows what he's doing, man. That's why I call <laughs> him a crook. That's why I call him a elite troll. He's elite. Mo knows exactly <laughs> no, no, what no. he's doing. Because no, he's, he's very, Mo very intelligent and he knows his stuff. Just he saying. knows. Just... He knows, man, how to how to get a reaction from fan bases, whether that's Manchester United, whether that's Arsenal, whether that's Liverpool, whether that's Chelsea. So shout out to Mo. Yeah, go on, Ryan, what were you saying? Oh, I was saying Judge Mo's corrupt, innit? Like, that's yeah, like 100 corrupt judge, innit? You know <laughs> yeah, what man. he is, yeah? You know what corrupt, corrupt judge. judge is, yeah? He's <laughs> the best judge. content creator I have ever seen at playing devil's advocate. Yeah, 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 yeah. I He's legit called him that. Doing that. You know what I'm saying? I said, lose, I said lose Judge Mo. I'm going to just call you damn. You know what I'm saying? Devil's advocate Mo. That's you. No, genuinely, you know he's saying? the best I've ever seen at doing it. Yes. 100%. Yes, and you got really like with, with Mo and, and big up and big up Mo, man, because... Yeah, you lot subscribe to Judge Mo's, Mo's channel as well. Mo's, Mo's, he knows a lot about football. Like yes. you, yeah, like his knowledge is top-notch. Do you get what I'm trying to say? So... When even when I'm listening to Mo anytime on on his stream or on other streams when I when I see him on there, I'm always like, yeah, I know Mo's gonna say something that will get my brain thinking. Do you get? And I love listening to people like that anyway, in a general sense. So I'm like, huh, you know what? I never even looked at it like that. Yeah, like maybe that, yeah. maybe you got a point. Maybe you got a point in yeah. what in, in what you're saying, kind of thing. But very 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 smart guy, man. So yeah, yeah, extremely. Like I said, and because he's extremely knowledgeable about the game like that, that's why he can then do. Yeah. The devil's advocate thing and then he can then back it up because he knows a lot but some of the time he'd be saying stuff and i'm like even the clip <laughs> of him laughing about arsenal you know what i'm saying when he asked it was lb city and sam and he was like can arsenal win the league and he was cracking up but when i said that two months ago on his channel when i was there he man didn't want to hear it and it's like mo you know arsenal can't win the league why is it wild <laughs> when i say it but now you're there <laughs> creasing you know what i'm saying tears rolling down your face as you're laughing about Arsenal <laughs> and this is arsenal coming off of just beating Liverpool. So this is mm. Arsenal title race back on Arsenal. So to, And I put quotation marks in this. And it's like, why can't they win it? Because look look at the quality of the side. It's got a clear lack of quality. That's why you wouldn't put money on it. And he shouted to Dan Potts because we was on the stream there today. Big up to Dan Potts every single time. And he said, he said, I won't put money on it. I said, you put someone else's money on it though. And he started laughing. I was like, yeah, you would put someone else's <laughs> money on Arsenal winning. Not your own, no. I joke. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know what but yeah, man, shout out, to, shout out to Mo every single time as well. But Ryan, your thoughts? Because we haven't spoke in regards to the whole celebration thing. So Carragher, what he stated with Odegaard taking a picture of the cameraman, Curtis Jones saying Arsenal copied Liverpool's celebration. Thoughts, Ryan? Chat to us. Um, no, nah, I mean, look, um, you couldn't understand why Arsenal celebrated like they did. You couldn't understand it. It was a massive game for them, you know, so you know, they they have the right to celebrate how they want in it. Would I personally 
think a City would celebrate like that or a Liverpool would celebrate like that if they're in the same scenario. Probably not in it, but like, I don't know. I think, I think Carragher probably articulated what he said wrong, but I kind of understand where he was coming from. But I actually think Neville was the one who, believe it or not, I actually agreed with the most about it. And what I agreed with Neville is the fact that he never said that Arsenal were wrong to do it. What he said is he thinks it showed a worrying sign, essentially, about how this how they celebrate showed a worrying sign in terms of the way they celebrate so emotionally and how everything maybe showed a kind of still a weak mentality there. And I think he's right, to be honest with you. When you're celebrating like that, in what was it february it's february isn't it that game was still obviously in february it was only a few days ago when you're celebrating as crazy as that what it shows to me is that you're way too emotional that that team is way too emotional and gary neville was right in terms of probably still a bit immature as well celebrating as wildly like that in february after one game when nothing's won at the end of the day you're still third in the table i think neville was right in terms of showing is still kind of an immaturity about them a kind of too they're too emotional as when i've always said that i've said this for a while about arsenal is that they're too emotional as a team you can see that by the way they celebrate as well and the way they act during games how animated they get and for mm. me that just shows a wrong mentality because when you get to those pressurized games yeah it's great being emotional it's great being motivated and everything of course that's brilliant but for me, they don't handle it in the right way in terms of what that also does is, is increase the chances of you bottling it at the end of the day, in my opinion. When you're too emotional, that increases the chances of you bottling it and making wrong decisions in crucial games. <coughs> so that's where I actually agreed with Neville at the end of the day. This, Whereas the City and the Liverpool, they kind of act more kind of cool about it. Yeah, they'll celebrate, but it's a bit more kind of cool, calm and collective, not too emotional. Do you get what I mean? So I would be a bit worried if I was an Arsenal fan seeing the way they did celebrate like that, to be honest with you. Because for me, that increases the chances of you bottling it in further games. But I might be wrong in it. People might disagree. I I don't care. That's just my opinion, to be honest. But I think Carragher... I don't necessarily agree with with what Carragher said, but I actually understand where he was coming from. But I think Carragher was a bit salty and unhappy. Because obviously he's seen his team lose a, a big game at the end of the day. So I think he was a bit salty and he articulated it wrong. But I actually agreed more with Neville. Like, if I was an Arsenal fan, I would be a bit worried about how the, those players did celebrate a bit. Let me ask you then, Ryan, if Liverpool beat Arsenal in, like, say, that game, or say it was the reverse victory, it was at Anfield and you win, and you seen you lot celebrate like that, would you feel the same? Let's say Ian Wright, for example, because he's ex-Arsenal, responded in that fashion and... Klopp was mimicking our title and Curtis Jones was taking a picture of the Liverpool cameraman. Would you feel the same about it? The the picture, I mean, I think I'd be a bit worried about how my how my players are celebrating just because it's a game still so far away from the end of the season. There's still a long way to go. I could understand if it was a proper title deciding game at the end of the season where if you win, that is such a big game to win. That puts you in such a good position for the title. Hmm. This game took Arsenal kept them in third it didn't really you know they're still they're in a good better position than what they were but they're still not in any pole position to win a league there's still a long way to go personally if that was my team i i wouldn't like my play celebrating as wildly like that i'd like my play celebrating like clock with his fist bumps he's been doing that for years so that's nothing different at the end of the day to me mm-hmm. but like i wouldn't I, I would be a bit like oh it's 
is is it are you man really celebrating as wildly as that for a game in February that really do you think there's still a long you, way to go? But I understand why think... Arsenal celebrated like that because it was a big game for them at the end of the day. It was the chance they had to win it to stay in the title race. But for me, I just for me them celebrating as crazy as that. They look they have the right to do what they want. I've said that. But at the end of the day, I, I'd just be a bit worried about what sort of mentality that shows what the players have, in my opinion. So that's what it do is you, to me. Do you think, Ren, yeah? Because the thing I, I don't even disagree. Again, I hear both sides. But I do think, as uh, uh, YG just said, I, I do think people are maybe oh, over-analysing it um, uh, a bit too much. No, but no, do you I think... don't think Carragher should have said what he said, put it that way. I actually think, like I said, I think Neville was the one who articulated it the best. Do you? But do you think the reason why is because I think context is also a key as well. Forget forget this game was in February, whatever. Obviously, you beat your tight rivals. It's going to be big. So you're going to celebrate maybe more than you would in a normal game that's in against Burnley, for example. I don't obviously I don't see Arsenal celebrating like that against a team like Burnley. But do you think it's because they're a team? Remember, they haven't really won anything recently. They're in another title race. Fans are excited. Players are excited. They've beaten a Liverpool team, which. They don't do often. I know they did last season, but that's when we were shit. They don't beat us often, kind of thing. And that's not to caveat. At the end of the day, we lost that game. So, you know, there's nothing we can say. But they've beaten us. Like I said, young team, still, you know what I mean? Still trying to do their thing, you know, trying to potentially win a Premier League title and, you know, get themselves that first trophy, a big trophy under Mikel Arteta. Do you think maybe it's a little bit of that? So, in one sense, naivety, potentially, but then also, understandable because as you say they beat in a title rival at the end of the day beating liverpool people are going to get gassed about it they're going to talk about it and it puts them only two points behind us you know on the same games played kind of thing but yeah that, that's that was really my only now question. like i said bro i said before i completely understand why arsenal celebrated like that i said it i completely understand it it was a big game at the end of the day for them i'm just saying that if that was i i would if that was my place in that position i genuinely wouldn't like to see my players celebrate as widely as that in a game in, like that in February. Like like I said, I could understand it at a game in like April, May, which is a you know, proper title deciding game. This is still so early on in the season that... I, and look, people are saying Klopp did it against Everton. Bro, I'll stand by. I didn't like it when Klopp did it that time as well. I was gassed with that win. But bro, when Klopp was running on the pitch and everything, I didn't like that. I thought, mm, bro, it's yeah. in December... You've beaten, let's be honest, the pre I know there are rivals, our local rivals, it's the derby at the at the end of the day. So I get it's a bit different. There's a whole lot of there's a different kind of emotion in that at the end of the day. But I still didn't like Klopp celebrating like that. Yeah, it was a last minute goal. 90, I think it was the ninety-fifth uh, ninety-sixth minute. But yeah, you're running on the pitch for a game in December, I didn't like that. I'll be honest with you. Like I'll keep the same energy at the end of the day. You know, I didn't like that so but then at the end of the day, we kind of repaid that by... We kind of showed that we're still a good team because we ended up winning the Champions League that season and then the Prem the next season. But with Arsenal, I don't know, man. Them, they're definitely... I've said this for a while. Arsenal are definitely massively motivated to win this title. and But I just feel they're a bit too emotional. And at times, they just might not handle that in the right way. Because when you're too emotional as a team, that increases the chances of you bottling it, in my opinion. City are obviously the best at... City are motivated, motivated, but they also are very calm. They they're cool, calm and collected. They handle, kind of, they handle their emotions correctly in it. At the end of the day, with Arsenal, 
we saw that they don't last season. And at the times this season, I just see them being a bit too emotional and animated during games, man. Like, I just don't think they have the right mentality to go on and win the title. That's just my opinion. They might prove me wrong. Like, let's just see what happens in it. But I understand. I said I understand why they celebrated like that the other day. I don't like. I don't begrudge them that celebration. Carragher actually begrudged them that celebration because he was salty about it. I don't begrudge Arsenal that celebration. I'm just saying that for me, if I was an Arsenal fan, the way they celebrated would be a bit of a worry to me in in, in a way. But I don't begrudge them the celebration. They massively deserve to win. They battered us at the end of the day. No, that's 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 fair enough. That's very very that's very very fair. Let me know in the chat. I haven't started, but Warrior J mentioned something about Warrior here. I got to it. Big up to Warrior J. Says Justin De Jong has given the green light to leave Barcelona this summer. But that's from at managing Barca on Twitter. So I'm not sure how reliable that is. But keep us posted in the chat if there is any developments in the longest ongoing football saga <laughs> in, in, in recent memory. It feels it definitely feels that way, like 110%. And Warrior J goes on to say, and we'll go to UG, thoughts on the Thiago injury again. So Thiago, only just came back injured now, hamstring. Thoughts? He, listen, I said to my boy, big up, big up Jimbo, if you're watching. I said this already. See, Thiago, I put man in the, in the, that Oxlade-Chamberlain bracket where I'm just like, you see them kind of guys? Like, mm -hmm. I've moved past whatever you bring to this football team. So I don't actually care whether you're here or not here. Like, if you're here, great. That's great. I mean, he's obviously a better version of Oxley chamberlain He's a fantastic player. But the team has moved past whatever you bring to the team, wherever that is. So whether it's the shimmies, the, the step-overs and all of that stuff. we I've moved past that. I don't care about that anymore. Like, I, I actually do not care what you bring to the team because what you bring to the team isn't, like, pivotal to what I need the team to do. You ain't Kevin De Bruyne where... Yo, if this brother comes back, yeah, it's curtains for everybody. Like, yeah, 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 yeah. That, or, or I'm not saying that that's guaranteed, but just that's how you look at it. Kevin De Bruyne came back. What's the brother on now? Like two goals, three assists, or whatever it is. Like it's done because he's so good and he's so pivotal to what Manchester City do. He's not pivotal mm. to what Liverpool do at all. Like at all, man can man could have not have signed Thiago, and we would have done the he's exact same. same things that we have done. So that's not too slight, yeah. Thiago, because he is a fantastic player when he is fit. But that also tells me that the team, Jurgen Klopp included, have been able to, yeah, we don't need you. You're just a very, very good bonus when you are available, which is great. But you're so unavailable. I don't care about you like that anymore. Great player. I'll never, when we talk about just player in terms of ability, man can't chat to me about that, them kind of players there. Dope. But when we're talking about ability, um, availability and stuff like that, I, I don't care about Thiago like that. I, like, as in, like I said, Oxley chamberlain settings where I forget that you're even a part of the team after time. Someone even mentions your name. I'm like, oh, yeah, what number is he again? Oh, yeah, he's number six. Oh, shit, I forgot about that. Like, that's the type of feeling I have towards him because you've proven to me that you're not reliable and I do not want any player at the football club who isn't reliable. I'm sorry. Like, I don't, you're, you're not, you're, like I said, you're not Kevin De Bruyne. You're not Lionel Messi where I need you back into this team because you're just going to make my team go up 10 notches. You're not that yeah. guy. So guess what? If you left in the summer, thank you for the very little that you did here, but you are a waste of money. You are a flop at the football club. Great. And again, I'll keep reiterating, great player. Like on his day, this brother is balling like no tomorrow. But you're not here enough, so I can't respect. I don't really respect him like that for his Liverpool time anyway. Where I'm like, yeah, that's the one that got away. We should have just kept him. Nah, I'm. So I'll be so happy to see the back of Thiago. Like so happy. That's two hundred bags a week. 
And we're just wasting it on a guy who sits, he's been out for a, what since April of last year. Man came on, yes. get the ball for 10 minutes, and then you know what made it worse? I've got the flipping guys on Twitter trying to school man on anatomies and I said, bro, shut up, man. I'm not even trying to hear any of that stuff. Like, don't like listen, man did sports science when I was in when I was in school and when I was in university, but man understands how the body works in to some degree. Not I'm not an expert at it, but to some yeah. degree. I, I'm not hearing any of that because we've I've also seen players come back from that same kind of injury and not Ooh. have to be then injured for another couple of weeks after five minutes where he touched the ball ten times in that five minute spell. And you're telling me that, yeah. Because he did this and rare tear tear. These times I've got clock telling everybody, nah, bro, he's fantastic in training. Like, he was all right. Well, get out of here, man. Like, I'm tired of this Tiago thing. He's been a flop, man. Because you know, I get more vexed about this situation is oh. because, and big up KLFC, because people will, will get on to Nabi you know, get mm. on to Nabi Oh, this brother was like Bats. made out of Weetabix. <laughs> but nobody wants to talk about Tiago. Like, everyone's like, yeah, but he's a luxury player. I'm like, First of all, explain what a luxury player is. Because <laughs> even the term luxury player just sounds dumb. So you mean to tell me every club buys a player who they just use... Barely plays. Every, yeah, who barely plays. What, so man just wasting money? Come on, man. Like, this kind of stuff is silly, bro. Like I said, Thiago, the player, fantastic. And I won't hear slander of him as a player because he mm. is so, so dope. But when we're talking about his time at Liverpool, get out of here. The brother has been a flop. A man, you'll see on Twitter or even just people talking, they'll talk about one season, which is the year that we won the double, right? Yeah. FA Cup and League Cup. They'll talk about that for time. Man will show me highlights. Oh, look what he was doing. Red's hair, Ted. And I'm just like, man's been here for three seasons and you can only pick one season out of three. So that's even less than half. Yeah, get out of here, but I'm not trying to hear that. <laughs> I don't, I don't want to know about Thiago, bro. Honestly, like, he's, uh, he's, he's gone. He's gone. Right, what are you saying in regards to Thiago being injured again? I can't lie. I couldn't agree more with G. Actually, G was spot on, bro. And I'm actually going to be a bit harsh, bro. Be probably be a bit. I think G was a bit kind at times to him there. You know, <laughs> look, look, G was a bit kind. To, you, you know what it is, yeah. You know what it is with this guy. I'm, I, you know me. I've, I'm a massive Thiago fan as a player. At the end of the day, I was gassed when we signed him, but bro, he's a massive flop. Massive <laughs> flop, because. <laughs> I'm not only going to bring the injuries. The injuries is the biggest thing, obviously. Like, the guy can't stay fit to save his life. I wasn't... You know what? I wasn't even, like, heartbroken when I heard the news the other day or anything, like, yeah. that he got injured. I was like, <clears throat> okay, like, yeah, it's a shame. I get, it's a shame, you know, I don't... But we've shown that we can absolutely be fine without him at the end of the day. But mm. we, you know, he's played 12... I don't even know how long he played the other day. But we've been doing absolutely fine without him this season, so it's not really that big a deal at the end of the day. But my actually thing with, with Thiago as well is that people, are, a lot of our fans act like he's been, he's great whenever he plays for us, whenever he's fit, he's fantastic. Mm. That's the biggest myth going, you know. That's actually the biggest. Like G said, right? He's been here three. This is his fourth season at the club. Wait for this. Go on. Right. This is his fourth season at the club. But let's not count this uh -huh. season because he's played five minutes, right? Mm. So let's count the three previous seasons. First season he joined, shit. Let's just be honest with it. Obviously, he well, you think his you think his performances weren't good during that season, not no, his not being available. Of, All right, first, for the quality first. of player he is absolutely not. And people, what I hmm. hate about people, what I hate about that season as well. Hey, Darko, right? that's we wild just won the league, right? The previous season, we was we were supposed to sign. 
obviously he was injured for the first half of that season because of that Richarlison tackle. I get that in it. I get that it was a bad tackle. He was injured fine, but second half of that season he was shit, bro. We were top of the league at Christmas that year. He comes back around New Year. He's shit for the rest. He's shit. Then we go on a bad run of form, and then at the end of the day, and Tiago and people act like Tiago. Oh, he was so good towards the end of that season. He was so influential in us getting top four. But Thiago Alcantara joined a title-winning team and was supposed to be that guy to us make sure we dominate. Do you get what I mean? Make sure we win the league again. Do you get what I mean? Not get us top four. Do you get what I mean? So mm -hmm. that's my issue with it. That's one of my issues with it. You guys gassing him for, oh, he was influential in us getting top four. But, bro, that's not what he was brought in for. We just won the league. He was brought in to help us win the league again. And yeah, he was influential in us getting top four. Mind you, he was one of the ones who was also influential in us getting into that position where we actually had to fight for top four because he was shit for a lot of that season when he played in it. He was meaty, bro. Meaty. And then we get into the second season where whenever he played, he was actually really good. He was probably one of our most important players. He did show how good he was in that second season he was at the club when we were going for the quad. The problem was, <clears throat> I'm pretty sure he only played 17 league games that season. So, yeah, our record rhythm in the team was great because he was outstanding that season when he played. But he only played 17 league games. So that was the season where injuries was the problem at the end of the day with Thiago. And then we got on to the third season. He actually played a lot more than what people think up until February. He okay. played a lot more. He played a lot of games until February, you know. Until he got injured. Hmm. But he was shit in that period. People people acted like Thiago was playing well up it last season up until he got injured in February. Bro, he was shit, bro. He was shit. I saw it, bro. This is when I considered that people you know why people thought he was good? Because he was playing yeah. with Henderson and Fabinho and Elliot. He's married. Oh, so you reckon because of the quality because he looks better than his the, the, the midfielders around him. Yeah, of course he's gonna look Best better than those man. guys. Of course he was. Mm. But he was still wasn't Re good. He still wasn't anywhere near good enough at the end of the Realize. Day. Realize, yeah. Sorry to interrupt you, Ryan. <laughs> Realize brother has got three pages of injuries on transfer market. And the free and it's so mad, like that you guys go through it whenever, yeah. It's so mad. I'm looking at all the injuries. He's basically had mad injuries every single year since 12, since the 2012, 2013 mm -hmm. season. He's literally had mad injuries every single year. I'm talking uh I don't even know what a syndesmotic ligament tear is. He was out for 34 <laughs> games in that one. A oh, horse no, kiss. Actually. Horse kiss, he was out. Wait, what, what the hell is a horse kiss? And how long was he out for? <laughs> that was only one game he missed for, for that one itself. But then, what sucked about that is, he got a horse kiss, which put him out for one game. So it was four days, Bro, this guy is making doctors that. discover new injuries, bro. What the fuck, man? Bro, that, that was from March the 20th, 2014, to March the 24th for the four days. Then on March the 31st of that same year, he then gets a knee medial ligament tear which then keeps him out for a dumb amount of time like as no, if this is all coming up to, to 2015 to i'm i'm fighting this comment bro from for what you mean for months yeah 
I'm fine. This one. All right, let me just say that. Make sure you guys subscribe to Big Six Man. Pick up my dumb months every time. Months, if you want the link, let me know as well. Uh, Clock to blame. Also playing as playing him as a lone DM in that season. So I'm not. You lot will know which season he's talking about. I don't know which season in particular. But go on, Ryan. I know you. Nah, you want I'm to respond not having to this. this right. I, it was the, it's his first season. No one else talking about his first season. Okay, got finished you, got like you, got third you. or something in the last final day of the season. Right. Yeah, Klopp did play him as a lone DM for some time, but at the end of the day. I'm sorry, he was not showing that much quality in the football. He, it's mm. like it's the same criticism I had of McAllister earlier in the season, flawless. What was I saying? I don't blame Alexis McAllister for his lack of defensive um, ability because that's, that's not him. You did that's say that. Klopp. You did say that. But what I was blaming McAllister for was his what he was performing on the ball at the end of the day, mm. which I thought wasn't good enough. It's the same thing with Thiago that season in that lone DM role. I didn't really get onto him that much for his defensive performances because that's not him. But he was meaty on the ball for a player of his quality. He was meaty on the ball, and he can still show that. But he didn't. That's why I was getting onto Thiago. That's why I get onto Thiago for that season as well, bro. You're supposed to be Thiago Alcantara, one of the best midfielders in the world. You weren't showing anywhere near that level that season. I'm sorry if you're Thiago Alcantara and you're playing lone DM at home to Burnley and Brighton that season. You can still perform, you know. You should still perform against those teams in that position. I'm sorry, bro. It's the same pe- It's the same excuses people have for Enzo Fernandez. Oh, he's not being played in his right position. No, how about just criticise him as well for not performing? Same thing I have for Thiago that season at the end of the day. That's the thing, bro. I'm just sick of the excuses get made for Thiago, the bigging up of our fans. What's this guy done for our football club apart from help us win an FA Cup? What has this guy done for us? Lico? Why are you guys, stand- Why are you guys standing a guy... Who all, all he's contributed to this club is help us win an FA Cup. That's literally all he's done. Because that League Cup, that League Cup, yeah, he did not play a single minute of League Cup football that season. He got injured oh, in the warm-up for that final, remember? He didn't play oh, yeah, for real. You might got injured in the final. Like, <laughs> yeah. Michael, I ain't injured in the for the final, you know? <laughs> yeah. All he's contributed so to us helping in a, us win an FA Cup. And you know what? You know what pissed me off? I saw this tweet the other day and I quote-tweeted it, right? Who's had a better Liverpool career? Naby Keita or Thiago? Nabi K, it's Nabi by an absolute country yeah, fucking mile, bro. Country mile, and yet Nabi K gets disrespected by every single by most Liverpool fans. It's disgusting, bro. Nabi K was actually fit more than for more time than Thiago, and actually helped us. Um, and actually contributed way more to this football club than what Thiago Alcantara's done. Way fucking more than what Thiago's done, bro. And yet all I was seeing in the comments under that post was Thiago hundred percent. It's definitely Thiago. All that bullshit, bro. You man have agendas. Well, Mons goes on to say, he says, is people can't accept that Thiago has been no. a flop. They he can't says, accept on the that ball. he signed a great midfielder and he's been a flop. He's been a flop. He's... Deal with it. Get him out of the club. Saying on the ball, he was fine. Off the ball, he was no, horrific. He, he, he says, Matt gave away five-yard passes. Uh, Thiago was dictating when he had the ball. Dictating. Thiago dictating has never dictated. Burnley, Brighton, Chelsea, all these teams, bro. Everton. Dictating us in those. Ah, man. This guy was meaty that season, bro. I don't care. All right, Thursday, you lot continue to run up the likes, people, man. I'm sure this will continue because he's saying he never dictated on his own, though. So he's saying that as Thiago, obviously, I didn't watch Thiago like that when he was at Barca. Has he ever been a single six? Has he ever played that role before? I'm asking. I genuinely don't know. Nah, mm. Bayern, wasn't he? Wasn't he next? More than a double pivot. Hey, hey, you'll know this now. And you as well, I know you'd be watching ball outside of the Premier League as well. So more so. Did he? At any point, Joe? Um, G. 
when we when we say yes, there were moments in at mm. times, but to say to give it like, oh, was he always playing there? Nah, nah, nah. He was always in a double pivot, give or take ninety percent of the time. To be honest, and especially with the way that Bayern play, I think people might get it twisted because they'll see it when you watch clips of him. And if you watch the games, you'll see him always being the one to pick up the ball from the centre-backs or from the goalie. But that's not because he's playing a lone six. It's just because of how they've got their double pivot pattern. Whoever it is, Kimmich, whoever it would have been at the time, that's just how they have it patterned is that he's the one to pick up the ball. The other one's going to be the one to just kind of make sure everything else is almost cleared apart for you to be able to do your thing, you know, kind of thing. Whether that is he gets forward, whether that is he sits back or whatever. But nah, he, he was always more in a double pivot. And I think that's why it always worked with Thiago, because defensively, last season, Bear, and I think Brian's right, last season, Bear, people were like, yeah, but he's like our best defender in the midfield. I'm like, yeah, but I mean... Like you're talking about a midfielder that had Fabinho and Hendo in there. Like, of course, he is going to probably turn out to be the best player in there because they're so just far gone with whatever it is that they're doing that anything even remotely better always is going to look good. It's always going to look good because it's just it's just better than what you have. That's why I don't even gas up this season midfield because I'm like, it's difficult to judge it when last season was so bad. I would still need to see this team maybe for another season to really give it a judge because I'm like, bro, we're coming off such a poor season. To say that it's so much better, I'm like, well, that's a bit skewed because the team was so shit last season. So anything, man could have bought Conor Gallagher and I promise you probably would have been still better than what we currently have now anyway. Do you get what I'm trying to say? So, yeah, man. People go over the top. Rand's right. People disrespect Nabikir. 100% I agree with that. So, yeah, man, it is. Like I said before, bro, he's in the Oxlade-Chamberlain thing, bro, where I'm just like, oh, Bro, you're okay, disrespecting yeah. Oxlade-Chamberlain now as well, bro. He contributed way to more to this club than what Thiago's. <laughs> oh, yeah, well, here we bro. go, yo, here we bro, go. Oxlade-Chamberlain had, <laughs> had good performances when the season we won the title, bro. I remember. When I say here we go, Ryan, I'm not questioning you on this because I didn't watch Thiago like that. So that's why I'm leaving you and G to, you know what I'm saying, give your opinions on this. And I'm just asking questions in regards to it because I'm not watching I'm not watching Thiago as much as you lot. So I don't know about these seasons like that. And Jez is saying it's a fluid double pivot. But yeah, go on, say what you're saying, Ryan. So you think Ox has done way more than Thiago in a Liverpool shirt? Oh, yeah, that's not a debate either. That's not a debate at all. He's done way more for this football club than Thiago. Bro, people forget, Oxley Chamberlain had actual good performances in the season we won the title. He actually had some good performances. Go back and watch mm -hmm. the games, bro. He scored a few goals. We won the title. Yeah, no. Started some games. Yeah. Oxley Chamberlain's contributed way more. Yes. People can and cry big, about it, but yes. And big up to my Don De Niro says the disrespect on Thiago as well. I what don't think it's a disrespect. He's done nothing for nah. the football club. Yeah, oh, I don't think it's a yeah. talent thing, De Niro. I don't think Man of Doubt and his talent is just more, yeah, so yeah, what, yeah. more so what he's actually done at Liverpool, which is not a lot because he's just not played. That's what I said when I said about him. I said, when we talk about him as a player, I can't chat to me about him as a player. Him as a player is better than your fa your your favourite's favourite. Yeah, do you know what I'm yeah, trying yeah, to say? Yeah. Like, so when he's played, he's not been that great. No, no. He's not been great in totality. I definitely agree. But when he has been good, he's be he's been really... And you can yeah, tell, like, like he okay, had that yeah, one season where sweep. he was really good when he played. I ain't even knocking him for that. Like, he was sick. Yeah. That's Let me see his numbers. Let me actually have a look at his numbers. You know, his numbers ain't going to tell you anything. That guy don't score. Nah, I just actually want to know. No, no. When I say his numbers, I mean appearances. Oh, you mean his appearances? Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, yeah. That's what I'm talking about in regards to it. Like, I just want to see one second. 
Yeah, yeah. Big um, up, big, big up, gents. It's it's literally that. It's like it almost comes to that Pogba thing where you're like, brother, I know you are super, super duper talented. Bro. Yeah. Obviously, Pogba with his own whatever situation. That was it like, with Pogba. That was always my biggest criticism for people like, oh, Pogba this, Pogba that. I said this the entire time. My biggest criticism of him when he was here, you didn't play enough. The ability yeah. was there, and you sure people will hate. Yeah, even though you was misprofiled and played around, I mean, played next to players you shouldn't have been playing with and playing in certain positions, should never have been the case, people. But like in Sarcasm City TV, in uh, Sarcasm City TV fashion, people, for those that watch wrestling, it's like a Royal Rumble, man. You never know who's going to show up, man. Surprise. Don't know whose music's going to hit when that clock hits zero and they come running down the ramp to their entrance music. So we got big hits bands. You might see him on a TV screen near you doing McDonald's advert in a McDonald's advert. My like months is in the building. Yes, family. <laughs> What are you telling welcome, me? Welcome. Um, I'm Tiago Alcantara's attorney, and I'm obviously here to make some statements. <laughs> Big up, my G. Big up. to make some statements. G, good to see you as always. Ryan, good Come to on, see bro. you as always. Um, I'm here up, to, to make some home truths. Now, what I'm going to say quickly is that, first of all, G and Ryan, I understand your frustrations, and a lot of what you guys said is actually true, for one. But there was also false narratives that have been kind of said. I feel like that we're going over the top with. To start to say that Alex Oxlade Chamberlain, the likes of Navi Keita, have done more than Thiago is absolutely absurd, especially in the Premier League. If we're talking all competitions and outside the Premier League, I can understand Ox's run in the Champions League before we got the knee injury. That's something I can look at. Um, Ox's performances in some of the group stages, I can look at those as well. I can also look at some of Ox's runs in the uh, in the cup competitions such as, you know, the domestic, the FA Cup, the Carling Cup. First of all, um, Thiago was never played in the cup competitions because uh, Klopp didn't take them seriously in the times that he was there. Uh, Navigator and Ox weren't good enough to start for Liverpool. That's why they were playing in the, cup, in the domestic cup competitions. So that's why their appearances have more weight in those competitions. But if we look at the Premier League, um, Oxlade-Chamberlain has been in the Premier League longer, a season longer than Thiago, and actually has less minutes played, um, 400 less minutes played, actually, and more appearances and quite a lot of them of those appearances were actually off of the bench um oxley chamberlain has actually started less games than tiago in the premier league that's, that's great. Great. i'm and looking Liverpool. here tiago is 24 obviously 24 appearances 25 appearances that's his first two seasons 18 last again, season and then the one right. this season now, now against all of it is a misconception it is a misconception mm. that this man never plays but he again of recent yes it's mm. been really bad but in terms of the first season, the second and the third season, Thiago's played games for Liverpool, bro. 24-25 is, yeah, it's it, not like, He's played good. games for Liverpool. Oh, Naby Keita, Naby Keita was at Liverpool for five seasons and has played 700 minutes less than Thiago Alcantara. So there's a reason why Naby Keita gets the slander he gets. So that's another mm. point proven wrong for the Naby Keita stuff that you guys just mentioned, or that Ryan mentioned, because yeah, she didn't say that. The, the Naby Keita thing is wrong. As for the McAllister, as for the McAllister um comparisons McAllister was losing I've never criticized we haven't criticized McAllister for him being shit defensively because he's not a six he's not a lone six so we don't criticize him for that what I've criticized McAllister for is the lapsidaisical mistakes that lead to errors that lead to goals being caught on the ball the five-yard passes straight to the opposition if you don't believe me go watch the Brighton game go watch 2-2 Go watch the Brian game and you'll see exactly what I mean. Go watch the Wolves game. Go watch, go, not the Wolves game, sorry, um, uh, the Bournemouth game. Go, go watch any of those games. The first seven, nah, eight it was games. the Wolves the game. Um, go that Wolves first half. Oh my days, that was... He yeah, got yeah, taken yeah. off, yeah, he got I taken off. Yeah. That Wolves first half was, 
was hard to watch, especially for Joey G, because that's kind of before his, he started, he kind of hit form in it. But McAllister was doing things on the ball that was actually making me fight atoms in the air in it. It was making me try, it was making me beef atoms, beef air particles in it. Yeah. Tiago Alcantara, when he came in in that first season, up until that knee injury, and Ryan, this is why I said you was absolutely correct of that. The knee injury offed him in it. It offed him because before that he was looking disgusting. Disgusting. Like literally a carbon copy of what we saw at Bayern Munich. Why? Because Fabinho still had his legs. <laughs> Fabinho still had his legs. You know what I'm saying? These men could still kick ball. They just won the league. But then when he came back and everyone was injured, it is Klopp's fault for deploying this man as a lone DM. Like, who signs a player? And G said, if you look back at his injury record, from, 13, from 2012, this man has been injury prone for the last 11 years. That's 12 years, actually. He has been injury prone for 12 years. How dare you deploy this man as a lone DM in the most athletic, intense league in the world? Mm. With one of the most that intense teams. <laughs> worst manager. And, and listen, I love Jurgen Klopp to bits. That guy, is the, that guy is the father I've never had. I'm Jamaican. I'll tell you that right now. But that is one of the worst crazy, managing decisions. <laughs> you play Thiago Alcantara, injury prone for 12 years of his career. Well, it wasn't 12 years at the time. It was like eight years. But even though eight years injured, eight years injury prone, and you deploy him back from injury, back from a knee injury in a lone six against man like Decore in that. The Decores, the Will Hughes of the league, them man there. Are you fucking mad? That is horrific management. No wonder he looks shit. Play, play, play any ball playing maestro as a lone DM in the Prem with shit midfielders. You're gonna look crap. You're gonna. Yeah, look that's crap. you. You are going to shout. When 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 Pog like Pogba, I can understand because Pogba is six two. Or six three, so man is actually built like a DM. I don't care how graceful he is. I don't care how good he is with the ball at his feet. I don't care how good his range of passing is. That guy and that's is why, built, and that's like why he's misprofiled. That's yeah, the crazy yeah. part because he was six foot three. Yeah, 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 but you can still be six foot and play eight and whatever in it. Man just wanted him to be a DM so bad it just didn't work in it. But at the end of the day, Gravenberch is built like a DM, but he's not no DM. You know what I'm saying? He's not no DM, is he? You get what I'm saying? So. Again, Thiago was misprofiled. That's not Thiago's fault. Now, off the ball, this guy was getting yellow cards within the first five minutes of about that season when he came back. I remember that. Was talking yeah. about, Thiago was getting yellow cards within the first five minutes of every game for like eight games in a row. I remember. I was like, anyone who puts money on Thiago getting a card, he's he's going to lunge into a tackle at every moment. He can't even help himself. Like, even though he's injury prone, he actually he actually gets stuck in. He gets stuck in. For someone who knows he's going to get injured, it's like when, when Flawless goes, oh, Mont when Mont says he's not going to pass to you, don't worry, his instinct's going to kick in, he's going to do it anyway. His yeah, yeah, facts. Yeah, yeah, his facts, instinct facts. kicks in, he dives into tackles. So for someone who dives, if you know a player dives into tackles and he's injury prone and he's never played lone six in his entire career, in fact, he's only played advanced eight and ten, and at most, the deepest position is in the pivot, why the hell would you put him there on his own in the most intense league in the world? And you're telling me that's not the manager's fault. That is the manager's fault. Yeah. I, I'm just not hearing. Listen, Thiago hasn't fulfilled his time, but he was 20 million. The reason I don't call him a flop is because he's 20 million. If people call him a flop, I'm not going to argue you down for it. 
because of the ability. I understand it. You're calling him a flop because of the ability. And no, he wasn't. He wasn't bought to, to get us top four. He was bought to retain the title. But we were also very unfortunate with injuries. I believe Liverpool stay fit. Thiago doesn't even need to be. Doesn't even need to step out of stride. Thiago is not the man you rest your laurels on. At Barcelona, he was not the man they rested their laurels on. At Bayern Munich, I don't care if he won them that Champions League. He was not the man they rested their laurels on. He wasn't. You, he always had a partner. He's Goretzka, Eliso, Kimmich. He's always had a partner. Or Busquets behind him. So I, I was gonna. I was, I was uh, no. I was gonna say months. So you think then, <clears throat> as Liverpool fans, the way because we look because I think you mentioned this before. I, I think I think you mentioned this in your video when um, Thiago got injured again. That's because Thiago is the first world class quote unquote signing that we've ever had under Jurgen Klopp. So the pressure from fans is like, oh my days, we just bought this world class player. So obviously yeah. because we've got him. We, yeah, you know, I mean, he's here to. He should be doing everything right, basically. He, play, play sixty right. games, and yeah, you, you know, you do this, do that. Well, it, you know what it is as well. I think that what hurts is because when he had his first three games for Liverpool, he was the he Bro, was, he looked, man. He he was what we saw. It's not. Like, yeah. It's not like he came in and it's like we had to all give him five, six games, and he's and then he'll he'll arrive in it. He, well, that Chelsea no, game, yeah, that there was, was, that there was, was no one here. No one here was saying, "Oh, Thiago's loading." No, no, no. He stepped mm. on the pitch and broke the record straight away. Straight away. Yeah, that, that came he came on a half time and was immediately the best midfielder on the pitch. And that was a good Chelsea side. Chelsea weren't done out these times. Chelsea mm. were not done out these times, bro. Right, right. You know what I'm saying? I remember they just into introduced this that dead offside. Remember when we when we drew to when we drew to um when Henderson when Mane's arm was offside in the game that the injuries. Oh happened. yeah. And Van Dijk got the ACL, bro. I'm telling man that now, like. Thiago was never loading. He stepped on the pitch and was world-class instantly. So, of course, the expectations are going to be mad. My expectations are him, for him still to step on the pitch and be the best player now. Right now, if he stepped on the pitch fit, my, I, I, you think I'm giving man two, three games to get into the Strider game of football? No, 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 no. No, you're that good at football. We, we can all say you're that good at football. You don't, you don't need five games to kick and to kill like Ox does. Ox took six, seven games to then go, oh, yeah, okay, that's why he still plays for Liverpool. Mm. You'll see him do something and go, yeah, yeah, Ox, you, you've got a little sign in the tank. Or, or Naby would have to play three Champions League games, come off the bench on the league to play 30 minutes and then start the next game to look good. That's what them man would have to do. And still be as injury prone as Thiago, with not even a speck of the talent that he possesses in his left toe. Listen, I'm, I'm as angry as, I'm as angry at Thiago. Bro, I'm as angry at Thiago as Ryan is. Trust me. But let's not do the reactionary thing and go, oh, he weren't even that good at certain times. Because if McCall if this was to happen to McAllister Touchwood, people would say McAllister was shit and this he was he was shit for majority of time this season. When really McAllister actually had a 50-50 season. Yeah, very 50-50. And now he's been good. There was literally I agree no with that about McAllister. Yeah, McAllister was shit and then he pulled his socks up and he's the only thing I'll say about McAllister is that. He doesn't need to be the mad. He he surprised me with his, with his defensive work the last four games, but he shouldn't even have to do that. He shouldn't need to do that. He should be playing the Thiago role, not like with the swagger that Thiago does it. Because not every like Thiago is his own Thiago in it. No one's ever gonna play the the game like he does, which is another reason why us Liverpool fans are <coughs> like what G said. We're so disappointed. Donny is the best player we've signed in the in in. Probably, oh, I'm not even a like, Premier League era, bro. 
Who's a better well-made? I'm talking, and I'm not talking about how good we've made a player. In terms of a signing on paper, they've walked through the door. Who is a better player in the Premier League era than Thiago? He's definitely the best really I've know. seen in terms of player we signed. Like, it, I'll, I'll, go, I'll go last 15, 20 years. I ain't seen Liverpool sign a ready-made player better than Thiago. Yeah, I haven't. I haven't, I'll be honest. Yeah, you know what it is? I think, especially when, when we look at like the Oxlade-Chamberlain thing, I think the reason why I'll put him... Why, why he remind, or why I always treat him like that in terms of the way I speak about him is because, fortunately, unfortunately, with all that ability or whatever, the team end up has ended up just moving past what you mm -hmm. even bring to the team. So, as great as he is, as talented as he is, like I said, if he's fit, but we already know he's starting red to tear, blah blah blah. But cool, he's not fit or whatever. The team has now moved past what you even bring to the team. So yeah. what you now are going to bring is that yes, you are a bonus. You're you're sick. It, yeah. It, yeah, it's just added. It's the it's the it's the uh, the the icing on the cake. That's the word I'm looking for. And I get it's it. the icing on the cake. I, but I, that's I, why I, I use that. Not to say, come on, bro. We're like we're not you specifically. I know uh, people in the chat more. So not to compare the two a bit, bro. Like like Monster said, bro. Like what that ability, even in his left toe, uh, maybe even the toenail. If if you're if you're being kind, do you get what I'm trying to say? Because Tiago is of. That's why I say. When we talk about Thiago, the player ability-wise, I won't have that. That's not a conversation I'll entertain because man, certain man can't even like I said, your favourite's fave cannot even chat to him ability-wise. But when we're talking about him at his time at Liverpool, I'm just like, you've now moved past where I'm like, I, I, I'm not even looking at the team and saying, yeah, stick Thiago in there. I'm like, ah, I mean, you can stick him in there if you want, but I'm not banking on him being there. And yeah, it's gonna yeah, yeah, elevate my game too but, tough. But, but, like you know, you know. I think they're saying that because you know whatever he's gonna do is not gonna last. Yes, you yeah, a, yeah, you're true. Someone, yeah, true, true. You know I'm saying if someone guarantees you, all right, for the last 15 games of the season, Thiago is guaranteed going to be fit. You're playing Thiago. Yes, yeah, yeah, of course. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ryan, no, I'm, Ryan, I'm, Ryan are you let me ask you, yo, Ryan, you there? Yo. Is he not even there? No worries. I'm gonna ask him that when he gets back. Oh, he is there. Yeah, You're right. Here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So if you could, so let's say, like what Bunts is saying, hypothetically corrected, you can play Thiago. He's fit and he's gonna play. He's available to play the rest of the Premier League games. Are you playing him? And there's no issue with him settling into the team in terms of getting back. Yeah, there's no. The, like, we don't. Yeah, we know injuries. We know he's. We we don't know about his ability in regards to whether he's gonna play well or not. But you can play him. He's available. He's there. Uh. Yeah, oh, I'd, I'd probably play him. Yeah, no, 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 this is paracetamol. I've got headaches. Yeah, I thought, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I thought someone was grinding something, but yeah, that's but that's 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 my point in it. Like, we're we, we, we yeah, I, I would up, play, I would play him if that was the we case. We put yeah. him in the your ability is a bonus because we don't know how long the bonus is gonna last. It's like a power yeah. up in a video game. You've got the star, you know, that shit's lasting 20 seconds, bro. <laughs> yeah, if you're lucky, <laughs> but 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 when you get the star, you're invincible, right. Yeah, right. yeah, of course. Yeah, yeah when you get like Crash Bandicoot when, like, when, oh, yeah, like Crash Bandicoot when he had the mask put on. Yeah, 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 yeah. You get the RQ RQ mask. You get, you get the RQ RQ mask, and you're doing what you want. You do the world's mm. your star, and that's what I believe is that we we treat him as a bonus because we know the ability is not going to last. No one is obviously going to guarantee fitness, but again, I'm glad the team has moved on without Thiago. Anyway, yeah, that's a testament. Yeah. To the, that's a testament to the team. I, I want yeah. the Liverpool. I remember. Is not being able to score goals about Daniel Sturridge, you know. Oh, I remember them time, man. No like, real strikers, yeah. Sterling yeah, up top, them times were yeah, yeah. Sterling and Coutinho, Sterling up top, Coutinho, second striker because Sturridge right. wasn't fit enough to be there. 
You know what I'm saying? And, and the rest of the man couldn't do nothing else. So, uh, and we had to look at, you know, take a big risk on a player like Origi because we didn't, you know what I'm saying? Even though he did hit form eventually. So, the thing is, is that he's used as the bonus now and you could kind of even see that even probably the players in the camp, if you probably ask anyone in Liverpool training, the second this guy stepped back on the pitch, he was probably the best technical player there. Yeah, but we saw the training video. We saw, we saw, we saw the training video. Yeah, we, we, yeah, saw, we, saw, we saw what we needed to see in it. So yeah. it's frustrating because Man. what we have right now, I believe, I can't save my chest. What we have in midfield is good enough to win the league. Yeah? First. But what I can say is what we have in midfield plus a fit Thiago is good enough to win the league. But the fitness, the, the probability of him being fit is so low, it doesn't matter what I think. <laughs> It doesn't matter what I think. It doesn't matter. Because if you're not there, you're not, if you're like, this is where I have to put my Tiago hat down and go, well, if you're not there, bro, you're not bringing nothing. We're not benefiting. Like Arsenal with Partey, Arsenal with DRB, Liverpool with Sturridge, and Arsenal with Carzola. If you're not there, bro, we don't need you for moral support no more, unfortunately. Moral support, hugging Darwin Nunes ain't going to solve the, solve the woes. Yeah, because there's times where we need someone to turn out of trouble. We want to give someone the ball when they're around three players. We need X Factor. Yeah. Mm. And when it comes to X Factor, that's what gets you over the line. And Thiago is one of the players that has X Factor. Seller, X Factor. Van Dyke, Trent, Allison, X Factor. Those are the five yeah. players in our team that have X Factor. Yeah. Mm. And we've had to sit and watch one rot in the injury room because he was misprofiled in his first season. I generally believe that. Is that it got worse because he was misprofiled. The second you put him in a pivot with Fabinho, he would, oh, oh, what happens? Liverpool go unbeaten. Wasn't it? Liverpool didn't won every single game for a disgusting amount of games. Don't you guys remember the stat? Mm. Every game for yeah, Fabinho, Fabinho started in the pivot. Mm. I don't think we lost the game in like 30 games. I mean, one yeah, like the record was bad. It was. That was a disgusting record. You see what I'm saying? Like the proof's in the pudding, but unfortunately, again, I, I don't, I, me with my bias, I wouldn't say he's a flop because of the price tag. Like he's twenty million, twenty million, mm -hmm. and, and it was also on a per season basis. We didn't even pay the twenty million up front. We paid five mil a season. We paid five mil a season, but unfortunately, but unfortunately, this season we've had to pay Thiago. We, unfortunately, this season we've had to pay. Um, we've had to pay Thiago. Uh, what was the stat? It was, I think it's for this month alone. Yeah, per minute he's paid. He's got paid forty k per minute that he's played for Liverpool this month. Yeah, I've got one more as well. I've got one more as well. Watch this. Watch this. That's actually mad when you think about forty k per what minute. Man, they're like playing five. Watch, 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 watch this one. 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 Yeah. <coughs> Yeah, I need that paracetamol as well, you know. Yeah, my head is pounded. That's why I had to go get it. He gets 800k a month in it, yeah? Yeah. He gets 800k a month. So this this season, he's been paid yeah. 5.6 mil this season, I believe, in wages. Yeah, look at that. Yeah, he's been and paid man's not even touch it. It's 800k a month. Times that by seven. It's like, what? Yeah, it's 5.6 million. Yeah? Mm. Let's let's divide that five that 5.6 million by how many minutes he played? Five? Six. But we'll, yeah, six minutes technically. Yeah. Yeah. Let's divide that by five. He's been paid 1.1 million 
per Premier League minute. 1.12 million per Premier League minute. This is why we can't sign him to a new deal come the end of the season. Yeah. That's that right there is the reason why. He's he made 10, he touched the ball, he's touched the ball 10 times in the Premier League. So for every Premier League touch this season, Thiago has made 560,000 pounds. Anyway, guys, that, that's my that's my cameo done. I'm I'm gonna go back to filling out head sheets for my auditions. Take care, guys. Let's hope we get the hey, tomorrow. Good G, luck. Good luck you because I've been mad busy. I need to message you back. Ryan, good to yeah, see yeah, you. Yeah, no, no, Olaf, Olaf, Olaf. Fuck you. Yeah, good and to see you, man. <laughs> hey, I love, I love you too, and I'll see you on clubs. You know what I'm saying? And I see how I get treated, people. You know what I'm saying? Bang, hey, bang, bang, bang. Big up, bud. Say, you lot, make sure you subscribe to Big Six Pants again. Make sure you subscribe to G's channel. Link is in the title. We will be going live straight after this, people. Straight to the Man United podcast. So myself and Eddie be talking more Manchester United, but solely Manchester United. And then we'll be going from there to the gaming channel. And then there, we're on playback now. For those that don't know, all you NBA heads, everyone who watches the NBA watch alongs, download the playback app, people. Download the playback app. I will be giving away NBA league passes, people. So well, your opportunity to get one. So the first five people. You join the membership at the top tier. Sarcasm City General will get um, an NBA League Pass for the rest of this month and the rest of next month. And then what I'm going to do this month as well is everyone who super chats I'm gonna, is going to go into a raffle. I'm going to give away three NBA League Passes because you see how we do watch-alongs like this, people? On playback, the game will be on behind us. So we'll all be synced up so there'll be no spoilers. That's how the play. We, we ran a game yesterday when the Lakers got beat up by the Nuggets. Myself, Jez, a few of the people are in the chat as well. And if you do have an NBA um, league pass, so you can, yeah, yeah, the Lakers are awful. You can join playback and then you can just use the league pass that you have, people. Yes, H, Lakers, Pelicans. That's what we're doing. Yes. And yeah, Warrior Jake, he did. You see how I get treated by people? It's crazy. It's crazy. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It's crazy. And Time big to Shine, he was in time. the chat. Yeah, big up months every time. It's lit. You guys got <laughs> playbacks fire trust because we had the game on behind us. So we can just commentate on the game. And like I said, no spoilers. And if you have, and I'm like I said, I'm gonna give away some NBA league passes as well. So if you join the membership at the top tip at the top level, first five people, you get a membership, you'll get a league pass for this month and next month. So I'm gonna do a raffle in regards to super chats as well. I'm gonna to have to upload the video onto here at some point, probably over the weekend as mm. well. Let's see, is there anything else that we missed? Well, people have mentioned it. Um, Andy says, yeah, do you do you think what Xavier Alonso is doing is crazy? His club has scored 90 goals, 14 more than Bayern and same as Liverpool, but with six less games. Let me flip that, though, because that is very, very impressive. However, Xavier Alonso, would you take him, G? And it's the same to you, Ryan, as well. Same question to you next season as your manager. Or is it dependent on what he does with Leverkusen? Or have you already seen enough for you? So get him in. I'll let Ryan answer first. Yeah, go on, Ryan. At the moment, he's he would definitely he would probably be my first choice to replace Klopp in it, just because I think he probably ticks the most boxes. Um, but what I think what impresses me the most about him is that we can all with Xabi Alonso, we can only our only evidence of him as a as a manager at the end of the day at this level is what he's doing at Leverkusen at the end of the day. Really, let's be honest, that's our only evidence. <laughs> so if we're going by that evidence. What impresses me the most about him is that it doesn't he doesn't really from what it seems he doesn't really need time. You know, like how people say, Oh, a manager, this manager will need it's a project, he'll need three years or something like that to to get to whatever level, etc. 
What's impressed me about Alonso is he took over a team second bottom of the Bundesliga in the mud and a year later has him top of the league and unbeaten in all competitions this season. I think it's 26 wins and four draws in all competitions this season in only a year, to be honest. Like, that's a mad turnaround. That's a mad kind of trajectory. So that's what impresses me the most. And I could imagine him, what, like, if you think about what he's done there, imagine if he would come to Liverpool inheriting a miles better team than a miles better team, you know, a team that's already, you know, at currently at the top of the league, who, in my opinion, could potentially go on and win the league. People might disagree. That's just my opinion. If he takes over that team, you know, he's shown that he doesn't need exactly that much time to kind of implement what he wants. So that's what impresses me the most about him, to be honest with you. So, yeah, he would be my first choice, to be honest with you. So, yeah. Okay, so you're already convinced then because of what he's been doing. All right, that's fair. So obviously him winning the Bundesliga him be, him and the Bundesliga Europa League would bonus. be like a bonus. massive, massive plus, massive thing as well because that would mm. that would put him in so much of a better position. So that would put him in a great position to be our manager then, 100%. Yeah, well, okay, that's fair. G, I'm not sure if you're there, but same to you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I'm just 100%. But yeah, um, yeah He's not my first choice, but I am definitely not going to bat an eyelid if he was to come in. I think what he okay. is doing is is very, very impressive. Um, and everything basically that uh, Ryan said there in terms of, you know, when he took over from um, the previous manager who's obviously there at uh, Leverkusen, what he's done this season, of course, he's showing everything that he's about in terms of being a manager. I just... <clears throat> the only thing for me that he's got in his locker over other managers that you might pick is that he used to be a Liverpool player. Mm. I think that's where, and in regards to that, that's where he will get given more time than another guy. Do you get what I'm trying to say? Because yeah. yeah. people will be like, oh, yeah, okay, cool. You know, let's, you know what I mean? Man, not going to get on to him and all that kind of stuff. Like when he loses three games in a row, for example, or he loses two games on the bounce, man might just not get on to him like they would deserve for example. Because yeah. they'll be like, ah, oh, this, that, and the third. So that's where he gets in the head of other managers. But yeah, he's not my top pick, if I'm being honest. I still feel, at the end of the day, bro, like the, the pool of managers are not really popping like that. Like, so man's really just picking from like the same bunch. Like, this, and they're not meaty because they are good managers. Mm -hmm. But none of them are like world class or top class managers. They're just, these are new managers. So if you're just lucky that in, and one is able to come to your club, you'll pick from the bunch that's available. And he's just in that Deserby bunch. He's in that Amarim bunch. He's in that bracket kind of thing. But maybe for me, he's probably still at the lower end of that bracket, purely on experience. But listen, you go and win the Europa League, Bundesliga, the 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 DFK, Polkow, wherever it's called, Pokal. Yeah, if he wins, if he wins all of that. Maybe I think he's favourite to, to win Polkow because Bayern Munich are out of that competition, so he's probably favourite to win that, to be yeah, honest. Yeah, you're right, you're but, right. So, cool. Win that, then I'm putting you at the top. But, yeah, you're still in that same bracket with all of these guys. It's just, for me, I just think the style of football will be better with the Zerbi. I just think the Zerbi's style of football, the way that he plays, is more transferable for Liverpool and won't have to change too much. I don't feel really? like Alonso's style is going to necessarily suit, and I think not that he won't be able to do it. It's just it's just going to maybe take a bit more for that style to be implemented. Whether they do it, it's that that's another question. They might be able I to. Think, yeah. I think G made a great point about um, the fact that Alonso is probably the only manager who can come in who would, who would get 
patience with a lot of the fans in yeah. terms of yeah. whoever replaces Klopp. It's an unfair position for the new man, any new manager to be in replacing Klopp because it's such a big, it's such a big person to replace, and it's gonna, it's you know, it's a painful mm-hmm. one at the end of the day because we all love Klopp, we all we all got such an attachment to him, we don't want to see him go. So whoever comes in is going to have such a hard job at the end of the day. It's, it's a bit unfair on that guy, but Alonso's probably the only one in you who you can think of who can come in and it'll be the best for him in terms of like he'll get the most leeway out of all these he'll 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 get patience do you get what i mean whereas others probably won't because you know like jabby alonso's got an attachment to the fans with the fans at the end of the day and the club so that's a great point g made to be honest with you that's why i say jabby alonso probably ticks the most boxes in terms of replacement for club to be honest that's just my opinion so so yeah Okay, that's that's fair enough. What what I like about it as well is that he's. I can't think of a player who, in my opinion, who has had a better football in education than Xabi Alonso. If you think about it, he's played as a player under Carlo Ancelotti, Jose Mourinho, Pep Guardiola, and um, yeah, those three. Am I thinking of someone else as well? So he's played under three of Rafa as well, but Rafa isn't in those classes, but Rafa's still a top manager. That's what, mm. and three of those Tactically. managers who I've met, mentioned are three of the yeah, greatest managers done. we've ever seen. He's played under yeah. three goals at the end of the day, and you know under Rafa Benitez as well as a top manager. So like that's a great football in education, in my opinion. So that's why I think another reason why he seems to be a very good manager as well. So. Yeah. And to chat sport, he says, "Has football become all about managers and systems? Where's all the individual skill gone? Pretty much so, yeah. There is, of course, there's individual skill within those systems with with quality players. But until somebody comes along and reinvents the wheel, this is the way it's going to be. So somebody has to do what Pep's done in terms of dominance with Mavericks and less of a system and just more of individual skill." Whereas now everybody's going the system route because that's what's successful. Who's the last successful team we've seen win a major trophy that didn't have a very, very successful system? Whether it was offensive, whether it was defensive, whether it was more rigid, whether it was a little bit more flexible. It's still like, that's what it is. Whether it's Liverpool with Klopp, whether it's City with Pep. Like, maybe you could say Ancelotti at Real Madrid winning the champs. But again, that's Ancelotti. He's old school like he's one of the goats like ryan just mentioned that's not the norm real madrid yeah he like and that's not the norm the players they had like a benzema is just not out there a modric just isn't out there you can't go get two players like that like that's that's not the norm so copying that method you gotta have the you gotta have the players and the managers like ancelotti can do that don't get him mistaken but yeah ancelotti's the last of a dying breed and again he has supreme skill He's been he's been managing at the the top level longer than a lot of people have been alive. Ryan, what year was you born? Nineteen ninety nine. So there we go. So yeah, that stands the point. You know what I'm saying when when Angelotti was winning Champions League when Ryan was you know what I'm saying in primary school. That man's grown <laughs> driving with a beard in uni. That goes to show the longevity. Yeah. What are we talking about? I'm not in uni now. Well, wasn't but been uni, you know what yeah, I'm saying? Been yeah. uni, working man, all that stuff. Drive a car, bid can get, well, you don't gamble, of course, but you get the point. You can do that if you like to. You have legal age to do whatever you want. That's how long he's lifetimes he's been around. Like Angelotti is an exception to the rule, but your peps and clops and even Javi Alonso. What did G mention? And what did he mention about the Zerbi? The system being transferable over to Liverpool with the players they have. 
So yeah, yeah, that that that's what that is. I know. Did Ancelotti like sign an extension? I didn't know that. Still, I didn't know that. He did. Yeah, he signed. He signed an yeah. extension, but he got yeah, rid of you know, Real Madrid. Yeah, 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 facts. Yeah, facts. But Real Madrid, oh, yeah, you can sign an extension. That doesn't really. Yeah, all that don't secure. Does, it's just more. Yeah, it doesn't secure anything. It's just more. If we can't find another manager, at least you're here for this amount of time <laughs> until that manager is ready to come. Like that's all it really is. Like, I don't say that shit. Seriously. Yeah, like that's that's what it is. But G, always oh, good chopping up with you. Let them know where they can Love find you. All that good stuff. What you got coming up? You lot again. Links in the title for G's channel. So make sure you subscribe, man. Just click the link in the tab right now. It open. Click the link in the title, and it opens up a new tab. Yeah, go on, my G. Nah, pick up Brian, pick up Flawless Man every time, man. I love these chats, love these conversations. Um, I mean, yeah, I mean, nothing really. Um, obviously, just anything in and around our game against Burnley. Um, should have a few things. I'm 11 subscribers away from 1k as well. So, hey, you lot, there's over 90 in here. Go subscribe to G's channel right now. We're gonna get him to 1k right now. You lot, <laughs> what are we doing, man? There's over 95 people. He's 11 subscribers away. Go subscribe right now. Yeah, go on, carry on, my G. Yeah, nah, yeah, nah, that's literally it, man. Just really, just working, grind, bro, I'm, I'm following. I'm taking inspiration from from flawless man. Do you know what I mean? We see the work, you guys, all the time on sarcasm TV, bro. I'll be sitting there. There'll be days like you know, random days. I don't know, a Wednesday or something. I'm sitting there. I go on my YouTube, maybe I don't know to watch watch something. Boom, what happens? I see. Boom, flawless is on sarcasm TV. Boom, it's this show. It's this show, guys. I don't think you guys understand that flawless is putting in some serious effing work. It is mad it is mad no, it man. is mad Donny just told you guys he's got another show starting in six minutes after this thing and then on top of that we still got nba to do with uh, listen you guys don't even know man like Hello, so you man. have to make sure every time you jump into these shows whether it be this show whether it be the man united show he's got coming up next whether it be the show he's got the man city listen any show that flawless does make sure you're smashing the like subscribe that's all we are like we content um creators most of us anyway we don't ask for a lot you know all i'm asking is you don't even have to turn my notification on how about that just subscribe to the channel just subscribe to the channel you like it you can smash that you know notification bell if not then you just see us with you know when, when we pop up online man so that's really it to be honest man just stay tuned got a few things coming and hopefully during the summer as well i haven't even told flawless this as i'm telling him for the first time now hopefully during the summer when england do their stuff hopefully we can all chop it up and you know talk the euro oh, no, like yeah 100 so, we'll yeah. definitely do that i've got a few ideas yeah, yeah. in regards to what i'm going to do perfect. like the watch alongs i'll probably do more on the twitch i'll yeah. probably do england watch alongs here but like i won't be doing unless there's some big news breaking in regards to one of our clubs mm. i'll definitely do something so everybody can come and join and chop it up because there's going to be a lot to discuss you know what it's like yeah it's going to be exactly exactly and before we and we already know england ain't winning so you know there's definitely going to be a lot to to chop up regardless so yeah, man, honestly, people, just subscribe, stay tuned, and, yeah, I'll be back here next week, Friday. There you go, people. What are you saying, Ryan? Anything you want to add? Uh, yeah, just, you know, not letting one game, one bad game against Arsenal, you know, not going to throw my toys out of the pram like a lot of people have done after one bad game. You should bounce back tomorrow. Just let Arsenal fans talk in it. Just let them talk. Because they've been saying some wild stuff. They're always going to. Just let them talk. You know, and we'll just wait until they end up bottling it. Because we all know it will happen. We all know they'll screw up. We all know they'll collapse. So, yeah, just let them talk. We'll be fine. Um, Yeah, we had one bad game. It happens. You know, we'll be all right. Let's just bounce back tomorrow, innit?
All right, first look at look at Ryan being all what's it called? Being all what's the word I'm looking for? Level headed about the situation. That being Humble. said, Burnley. Yeah, Burnley Ryan prediction. Uh 3 0. 3 0. 3 0. What are you saying, G? 3 1. All right, you know, Liverpool will be conceding goals. <laughs> yeah, you know I mean, like, so yeah, 3 1 or like, yeah, 3 1. I'll go 3 1, 3 1 still. But 3 0, it wouldn't surprise me, to, to be honest with you. It wouldn't go surprise me. Just quickly, go. though, before you go, I know, yeah, I know go. you're going to be talking about it on, on the main night stream, and I'll head on over there now because I'm going to be yeah, up go. watching. Um, uh, I just finished Raising Canaan, so I'm going to watch that announced now. Oh, geez. Oh, did you watch the series finale, fam? Don't ask silly questions, bro. Because I watch the series yeah, finale, that's a bro. Question. All right, no, no spoilers, people. No spoilers. Yo, no spoilers. yo, I was jumping up and down in my bedroom watching that ish, man. Look, okay. all, 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 all I will, all I will say again, don't want to make no spoilers. All I will no say is, I'm just gonna say, comic book guy from Simpsons, best ending ever. Cool. Yeah, 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 yeah. And no what happened in that? In what happened in the episode? I had a feeling was going to happen, but I didn't want to believe was going to happen. But we'll talk more anyways. We'll talk more. We'll, talk more. we'll definitely talk more. It caught me all by surprise. Like, I didn't know where it was going, and that's why I like that. That's been the best ending probably of a power series since the last. My favorite, my favorite before that was Ghost, Tommy, and Kanan in the car. You know what I'm saying? And that when uh, it was going to uh, yes, yes, yeah, 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 series ending. I've ever seen up until this one. And there's been some good ones. Power Book 2, the last ending was fire. But in regards yeah. to this, this is the best ending. It's the Ra best Raising ending. Kanan, Raising Canaan is the best one overall in totality. I think I think it trumps. Yeah. I think it just about trumps the um, the original. I think it, it trumps that one. And what's so great about this one is that they can go for time. Like I said this to my boy, they can go for time with this. Like yes. this isn't like, because of the obviously, remember this is all before we even knew who Ghost was or Tommy. Where, yes, yes. So we could go for time, 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 or they could rush it through. But I know Fifty Cent; he's a smart and a very calculated guy. He knows he can milk this mm -hmm. for ages and ages and ages. man can have all ten seasons, and we still ain't getting to the ending. So, what were yeah, the facts? Let, let's they see. could easily let's do see. a prequel from characters on this. Then, when we get yeah. to a certain point, they could do like a continuation, a sequel. They can bring him into facts. Power Book Two, Power Book Four if they're slightly older. Like, yo, facts. Facts. yo, you know what I'm saying? Hey, Power Book yeah, Three. What I like about it as well, it's nineties, man. It's got that gritty feel. That's what yeah, I like about yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, It's just more yes, gritty. Yes. Like, yeah. like, power, don't get me wrong. Number two and number four, are cold, yeah. but they have a they have a clean look. You know what I'm saying? And that, Whereas yeah, because because it's all new and that, like, yeah, 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 because yeah, 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 it's maybe. modern day. But like, but like, but what cracked me up was uh, Rack in the in the gold at the start. I was like, look at her in the gold. Uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Right, hey, listen, and Rack kind of fire, you know. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Oh, 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 mistaken. Yeah. Rack is like, yeah, hey, love Ryan every single time. Like, yeah. Oh, Rack's like, yeah, hundred percent. Rack, Rack, Rack's fire. Heck, even the yeah. thing that Kanan's smashing, the one in the dance group, yo, she fire too. <laughs> yo, there's a couple fire things in the, you know, but, but, but in saying that, in saying that, in <laughs> in uh, Tariq's one, yo, all of the things that he's got there, 
<laughs> all of them are all fine. I don't know how so, you get that into his contracts, man. This guy's kissing on the whole time, you know. Listen, <laughs> listen. This one, this one, I need to get back into acting, bro. Man, man, need a. You know what I'm saying, but yeah, yeah. We'll, I we'll need an excuse. Yeah, yeah, I need an excuse. But love to everyone that has locked in. Let me not forget as well. Um, all the shows on the channel, apart from watchalongs, are available on audio-only platforms, people. So Spotify, iTunes, Apple Podcasts, SoundCloud, wherever you get your podcasts, wherever you stream music. If there's a podcast section. Type in Sarcasm City TV because you may just not want to watch on YouTube. Maybe you prefer to listen to audio. Maybe you're cooking. Maybe you're cleaning, driving. A lot of people I know be watching, listening at work. Maybe you're traveling. Maybe you just don't want the YouTube app sucking up all your data whilst you're on the move. If you don't have, you know what I'm saying? You don't have an unlimited data pack, whatever the case may be, people. So make sure Spotify five star us or leave us a review even if you don't listen on podcast big up to all the audio listeners as always as well though but even if you don't listen on podcast on any podcast platform if you have spotify five star us and leave us a review same with itunes apple podcast all you iphone users i believe it's on your phone make sure you five star us leave us a review soundcloud helps with the follow button as well but love to everyone that has locked in like i said we will be going live i'm literally going to click go live right now as we speak for the man of united podcast so myself and eddie will be talking all things manchester united people so don't go anywhere because it's going to redirect you straight to there again make sure you subscribe to g's channel well this has been the manchester united liverpool show man name united podcast analysis at anfield podcast live on the sarcasm city tv youtube big opportunity in